Yeah, a little burn. Cannabis Life Radio is on the air. Good morning. Good day, I don't think I've day. ever said that before. No, I don't think uh, you have. This good is, morning. This is Cannabis Life Radio. I'm Leon Hamilton along with Arby Barroso and Cheryl Murray Powell. This is Florida's original cannabis radio program. OG. Yeah. Yeah. OG, I like that too. The OG cannabis radio program of Florida. Kush, baby, my favorite. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to uh, cover. We don't have a government, but we do have a show to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get political. <laughs> yeah, well, that was oh, you, you just teased it right into that one. Man. I chose no side. The Trump wow. shutdown. Ch- oh. Oh. <laughs> it's going there. Hashtag Trump shutdown. Oh. We are, we are in the middle of this, and I'm literally stuck <laughs> in the middle in between, so let's, let's get... Go ahead, Leon. You can continue. All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, and not that. All right. Uh, we, we got uh, major news. One of the license holders, one of Florida's license holders, has sold to a Canadian company. We're going to talk about that wow, a little that's later. that's a freaking surprise. This is the second yeah. time that it's happened, and we're going to get into that in a little bit later because the company that purchased it has some uh, shady background, too. So we're going to talk about that. We're changing the name to Floranida. Floranida. <laughs> yes. We're all going to have uh, French accents, and we're not going to tip. Um, oh, so, uh, and then we, sorry, I love it. It's the restaurant in me. The restaurant yes. in me. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, um, the federal government going after weed in uh, the middle of an opioid crisis. We're going to talk about big uh, mistake. Big mistake, yes. And we're going to do uh, uh, Trace Jarrells is here. Oh yeah, oh, Trace Jarrells. He's in the house. My brother. We have a story going on on him. He's coming in in a segment, so it's going to be very interesting reaching out to the the athletes coming up on his Pro Bowl, Super Bowl that's coming up. Uh, There's a lot of There's a Super Bowl coming up? I I know you're not into sports. I mean, I I know you're more into dance and stuff (laughs) like that. But the fact is that, yes. Our pirouettes are off the chain. We definitely, definitely have a uh, Pro Bowl and Super Bowl coming up that we'll be extremely involved in. So uh, we'll be speaking a little bit more about that a little bit later on. And uh, we also have uh, a giveaway, right? We got tons of giveaways. Always giveaways. $500 worth of CBD products. I think I, I heard somebody talking about that. And ding, we, ding, dong. And, of course, Arby's Mail Sack. Nobody can forget that. That My is the highlight. The that, <laughs> <laughs> At least they're not making that loud noise anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more From slapping. season two. No uh, more slapping when we talk about Arby's Mail Sack. And, uh, of course, Cheryl's uh, closing arguments. Uh, we got tons yes. of stuff to go over. And sure. uh, So how do, where do you want to start? you want to start with the uh, license holder? Um, yeah, with, let's start with that segment. Let's, I mean, uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, I, this is what one of the things that we were arguing when we were in session last year is the fact that people should have, you know, you should have a residency here. Right. You know, you should be a two years residence, just like Colorado did it. So it, the money stays in Florida. This is this is for Floridians. It is not silly for out somebody coming out from outside the country and investing in obviously probably going to be the top one, two or three. Uh, cannabis recommended providers in the country yeah. um, with the amount of patients that we're going to have and we're going to allow this money to go outside our own country. Crazy. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, and, and they tried to uh, approach that or address that in, in the last session with the, the Senate bill um, by requiring an, an entity to be in existence for five years right. and registered five years with the Secretary of State. Um, you know, so that's their attempt at having uh, a residency requirement, which which makes sense. Um, the, the challenge we're having is um, everywhere we look, there are these Canadian companies looking to right. um, oh, yeah. 
to uh, take part in this market. And the reason why they can is they have the funds available. Um, and the reason why that is is because they're federally legal. So when yeah. you look at being federally legal, it opens up a lot more avenues, the ability to uh, raise funds, the ability to bank, to get lending, to um, to uh, trade on the stock market. Yeah, that's so a th big advantage right yeah. there yeah. is where you're raising – a lot of these companies are raising funds through their shares uh, and, and they're, they're public entities. And they're able to raise millions and millions of dollars to be able to do this. And when they acquire a company in Florida, knowing that this is going to be a very uh, financial benefit state, right. uh, of course somebody's going to invest who's not going to invest. So there's a lot of that money coming into the state of Florida um, and into other states, but mainly into Florida. Right. But what's, how do we compete? Right. What's the point, though, of making all these people go through the uh, application process, pay millions of dollars, or at least put up millions of dollars up front, you know, as, as you know, Proof that they can make the money or or have the money in the bank, and then pay thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to prove that they can do it, and then just sit on the license like these people did at Grow Healthy. They sat on it for two years, never planted a seed, and then they just sell it to a uh, to an investment firm out of out of Canada. What is the point of making people go through the licensing process if there's no oversight at all and they can just sell it to anyone? Precisely, and they, on the application, they make all these promises about what they're going to do in the, the two-year cycle, and then you know who who misses out? The other people who applied, who were legitimate Florida right. businesses, yeah, it's like like it's a silly Garrison senior, As, exactly. You know, that's those a great are the example. people. That's that. Those are the people that should be getting the license that really want to plant the seeds. But here you go, having a company selling their their shares of you know of their license that haven't planted a seed right. for this type of money to a company. never helped anyone never helped no one and this is what it's all about and this is why we continue to speak out is the fact that you have to we have to stand behind the people that are here right. not the people that are outside you know so there right. is license holders right now or applications that have been submitted that fit the criteria of the state but yet they're still left in limbo right yeah. Silliness. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Another attempt um, with the last Senate bill to uh, remedy the situation is that you're not allowed to buy a portion of a license. You have to buy the entire uh, license, and there's a, a requirement of, I believe it's 60 days notice to the Department of Health prior to So they actually sale. approved this? They had they to had approve, to have approved they had it. To that's approve that's it. statute right now. Yeah. So the, the government approved the sale? They have to, according to the statute. So that's they, some they, funny business. Wow. They need a notice. It, I'm not sure if there's an approval, but they need notice um, of a sale prior to the that sale. That is some shady, is shady, yeah. shady stuff. Because so that would be the that would be the the way to stop it and the way to enforce it is the, that point. That's you know, why that was written into the statute. It's silly. Right? Obviously, yeah, because it didn't portions work. were being, you know, kind of sold off, and then now they put in the rule that they can't sell portions of their license. It would have to be the entire thing that's sold. And they paid seventeen point five million dollars. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Seventeen point five million dollars for the license, and they never planted a seed. Well, the valuations have definitely come down. I think when we were here last year talking about yeah. the valuation on licenses, that we were, you know, a Florida license was valued at about a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And now for an entire license to go for 17.5. I mean, that's more um, relatable to other markets. I like markets. to invest in that market. Yeah. <laughs> really? Man. I'd be all over that. Yeah. I think we are all over that. My bad. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, that is, it is interesting. We see, we're seeing a lot of Canadian activity. Even, you know, we're, we'll talk about my um, trip to Jamaica and things like that. I see girl, you've been all over the place. Let's so talk have. about Jamaica. We got Jamaica, yeah. Toronto, <laughs> Iowa, yes. and, Orlando and Orlando in one week. Yes. I mean, you're talking about travel time. You put some miles on. I, I, ha I work for a great company, so I stay inspired. Where do you work? 
<laughs> funny I'm question, funny guy. I'm in-house counsel, funny, proudly funny in-house counsel for Green Rose. Oh, okay. Um, I love the post from Facebook yesterday, too. The, oh. the post that they actually wrote is like, this is like made for a movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was amazing. That's that was Dean great. Dean Perez. Yes. Uh, so Dean Perez is uh, one of the deans at Nova um, School of Law. And I started, uh, most people know that I graduated from FIU Law, but my first year I spent at Nova Law, and we established a really good relationship. He was extremely supportive, especially when I had no money to continue. Um, he was able to um, identify a scholarship that I uh, qualified for. So um, we still stay in touch, and then he just posts these funny things on Facebook on my page, and he said, a Jamaican woman in Iowa. In, in Iowa. <laughs> it's mm. a great plot for a movie. So. No, on, in Iowa, speaking about Cannabis, right, right. <laughs> that is a great plot for a movie, right there. Yeah. And I was like, as long as it's not a horror flick, I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it was, it was good. It was good. I mean, we had, uh, we had the Canna Summit uh, yeah. that Green Road sponsored, yes. um, which was very important. We had some very high-profile people there from Steep Hill, which is one yes. of the main sponsors. Uh, Evo Labs was there. We had Senator Tom Davis out of South Carolina. You had uh, Christian Bax there. You had. Basically, uh, True Leaf, uh, Kim Rivers, you had everybody that was somebody there that was professional, that was trying to lead uh, this industry into 2018 right. uh, and really lead it in the right way. So, so in other words, you know, being, being behind the testing and the compliance mm -hmm. and everything that you really need to be, you know, consumer friendly uh, on your product, which really at the end really means the most thing is being consumer friendly, making sure that you're explaining what's in your product, testing your products and making sure that they're taking a good product. So yeah. it was really, it was impressive to see everybody there and, and it was really, really cool. And Cheryl was there. And yeah. after that, I fought, we went to Don Shula's for steak Oh yeah. and then had a and great dinner. How was your dinner. steak? It was, it was actually magnificent. It was a oh. beautiful place. <laughs> and from there, we, uh, we went back to the hotel and she caught a flight to Iowa. Wow. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit after this commercial Absolutely. break. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green Roads World. As a loving pet owner, you want to treat your senior dog for dysplasia, neuropathy, and joint discomfort with minimal traditional chemical medication. And as loving pet owners, we at King Canine agree, and we're excited to make our signature CBD line available to you, derived from all-natural cannabidiol compounds. Lab-tested, non-GMO, plant-based, cutting-edge King Calm CBD and discomfort naturally and even reduces anxiety from fireworks and thunderstorms. Go to kingcanine.com. That's K-I-N-G-K-A-N-I-N-E for details. And browse a full line of products like King Comb De-Shedder, King Calm Balm, and King Clean Shampoo for pet wellness inside and out. Order now using the code BARK20 for an exclusive 20% discount. K-I-N-G-K-A-N-I-N-E.com. King Calm CBD and the rest of our natural cannabis products. King Canine for natural pet wellness inside and out. Across the state to across the country, the Hemp Kings is your online home for hemp oil products. From organic hemp oil to intense concentrates, there's only one name you need to remember. The Hemp Kings. The Hemp Kings. Our hemp cream pain blaster lotions uses natural essential oils to deliver hemp's natural pain reliever directly to the site of inflammation for long-lasting relief. Now, our Pain Blaster Hemp Cream has now gone to the extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Extreme! New Pain Blaster Extreme Cream delivers even more relief, even faster! The best hemp products at the best prices delivered.
delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. TheHempKings.com TheHempKings.com Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Roads CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Florida Home Grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products. Stop by and check out their organic hemp oil, capsules, and pain-killing topical lotions. Enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh organic coffee when checking out our beautiful showroom. Florida Home Grow also carries unique hemp items like jewelry, soaps, clothing, and accessories. Don't forget to try refreshing natural lemonade or delicious ice cream sandwiches. Florida Home Grow is conveniently located on Lake Worth Road between Jog and the Turnpike. We're the number one sellers of hemp oil products because our stuff works. Nobody covers cannabis news like Cannabis Life Radio. Nobody. We got a hot line. Cannabis Life Radio is on the air. Leon Hamilton, Arby Barroso, and Cheryl Murray Powell here. Hey, uh, Cheryl, I had a couple of questions about the, um, about the uh, first company that sold to a Canadian company. Um, what was the first uh, was name? Afria. What is it called? Afria. Afria. Yeah. Afria has already opened up several dispensaries, correct? Yes, um, they are. They have a strong presence, and they're actively involved. They're coming to Florida Cannabis Coalition events, and yeah, they're they're becoming part of the market, which okay. is good to see. All right. Well, I just and want... I know um, our uh, wonderful producer Nasser. He uh, is in dialogue with uh, bringing in Nikki Freed from Green Solutions in right. the next couple of weeks. So. We definitely want to pick her brain. Shout out to Nikki on. for sure. Yeah. yeah, a lot of knowledge there. Yeah, a lot of knowledge there. But we want to see what Green Solutions is doing. What's yep. their plan? What's their pathway to, to patients? So we'll we'll have some education questions. But we'll we, we definitely always love on Nikki because she's she's a great advocate as well. Yeah. All right, and well, I always stick to education. What 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 was going on with you? You went to where? Colorado? Why are you questioning me? Yeah, because that's my job, Mister. Oh no, I think you're. So asking we've been on that. the road. We've been on the road. Yes. So let's go back to next to last week. I missed my my Canna audience. I was able to be on the show for a little bit. About thirty seconds. Yes, tell us, tell us what happened. About thirty <laughs> seconds, and yeah, then the show went. I think I think I think <laughs> it was. A, I think she did that on purpose because she was testing. You know, she I was, was doing sampling. some testing. I was sampling. And you at the threw Herb me Herb under the bus like 50 times last week. I, I had to do it. But the, the prequel to that that the audience didn't get to see was before when I first logged on, everybody got to see me eat my breakfast and eat my bread, and I was chomping and everything. So uh, that, was, that was all fun. But, yes, I was in Jamaica last week for Rebel Salute. Rebel Salute is an amazing concert. Uh, that is hosted by Tony Rebel. This was the 25th anniversary wow. of Rebel Salute. So all the old school reggae artists. Nice. Uh, and it's all about positive reggae, like conscious reggae, about you know progressive uh, reggae. So everybody wanted to be on this lineup, and it was just fantastic. Nice. What I didn't expect was that um, concert didn't end until like 10 in the morning. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> each day. So it was like um, Friday all the way till 10 a.m., Wow, um, and it starts like at like 1 p.m. So you get there, 
And I had a booth at oh, the curb, no. curb, which I'll talk about. And then it goes, and it just keeps going. And then there are all these great artists, and the best artists are like 8 a.m., 8.30. Oh my <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, I got I to gotta get my game together, tighten up my game for, for next Thank God year. I missed that flight. Yeah, you got to schedule. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you would have loved it. <laughs> no, you probably no, would have no. shown up at like 7 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know me. You know, I got to pick the right hours, you know? Fresh while I, I was looking like I, a... I, I then gotta, leave. Let's go I, sleep. I'm in, out, in, out. Yeah. That's, that's I, just... I posted some videos for our TSC crew. They're going to look through it and, and share with you some... Uh, some video of me being at uh, Rebel Salute. So, um, you know, just to talk about the legalization market in Jamaica, um, there are three ways that um, ganja is legal. One is for medicinal purposes, the other is for recreational purposes, and the third is for sacramental purposes for the right. Rastafarian community. Well, because of that, the Rastas are able to have these um, Rasta festivals, roots festivals, cups, and things like that. Um, so part of the uh, Tony Rebel event is uh, there's like an area and a tent called the Herb, Herb Curb. And at the Herb Curb, and this is the first time I've seen it, I think this is the third, second or third year that they've had it, um, you can actually buy and sell marijuana products. Um, you know, they're identified vendors, safe vendors identified. And, you know, there were some yummy edibles. There were just a lot of um, products. So you have your choice. You know, patients cool. and wow. anyone. It was recreation. You know, basically anyone could come and purchase what they desired. And uh, it was great to see that, that freeness. Um, in I Jamaica, guarantee you there was no fights, no there violence, were no fights. nothing. No fight. It was all peace and love and harmony. Great music, great people. Um, Canna Headhunters was out there, so I had shout my, out. I shouted Canna Headhunters. I had my Canna Headhunters banner, pop up banner. A lot of good questions. A lot of employers who were interested in uh, identifying talent. Um, and then uh, I also had my other company, uh, Green Sustainable Strong, had a banner for them, which uh, is a company for farmers um, really related to um, being able to buy, sell, and barter in a marketplace. So I've created a Facebook marketplace. There's no charge. And then you can say, hey, I have bushels of corn or I have, um, you know, I'm a cannabis um, consultant. And, and it's really about the farming agricultural uh, so there's a lot of education going on and a lot of, of trading and bartering Absolutely. And, and really people getting involved in, in the right. industry itself because that creates a completely, you know, industry where people could actually trade, Absolutely. live off of what they're farming and, and, and at the same time educate the people on what they're getting. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's really self-led. There's Green Sustainable Strength, uh, Strong as a, um, as a page where I put a lot of education and then there's Green Sustainable Strong Marketplace which is where the um, buying and selling takes place. So um, a lot of fun, a lot of interest. I want to shout out Joan Webley. She is a good friend of us. She's a friend to Green Roads. She was actually at the Green Roads holiday party, and she organized the Herb Curve this, um, this year. She did a phenomenal job. There was a panel discussion on the Saturday that I took part in. Um, uh, Muta Baruka, again, was the um, moderator for the panel. A lot of great um, conversation about what's happening in the United States, um, how, you know, ITA living, um, you know, how Rastafarians can get a leg up or, uh, you know, get a leg up in the cannabis industry overall. How they should have a leg up. I mean, that's, yes. that's what the shame is, is the fact is, yeah. as, as a child, you remember just jamaican mm -hmm. you know and they've had this history and it's just, we want to see them evolve even on the conversations when we go there and we speak yeah. to them we don't want them to run into that brick wall of of seeing outside money interfere with the history 
of what they've been able to do in that island, yeah. you know, in that country. It's absolutely amazing. But, I, you know, know they you, really need to take advantage of that. You've had really good conversation with Ross IV and um, Orville Silvera in Jamaica. Yes. And um, actually, Ross IV's um, son, um, Tesfa, is going to be coming on the show as well. Nice. He's working with his, his father on the Ganja Cup, which happens in December. So That's going to be pretty cool. Before, so Green Roads will be involved in, in uh, that Ganja Cup. And, you know, we've positioned having a CBD portion um, uh, as far as judging CBD products and, and testing CBD oh, products. Yeah. And, and well, you know, Ar- we're all in. Arby's yeah. all about <laughs> you know, testing we're all in on that. CBD products because, you know, there are some bad actors and we, we like to hold ourselves to a very high standard. So that's going to be really exciting. A lot of interaction um, in Jamaica. Another shout-out to um, Billy Reynolds, who um, is my director for Canada, one of my directors for Canada Headhunters down there, and he's going to be um, selling Green Roads products once uh, they're registered there. Um, Douglas Gordon, who is um, a distributor for us in Jamaica, and we're all working towards that registration. So the Caribbean will finally um, have access to CBD products that are medicinal, um, high quality from the Green Roads brand, and that's what we're working Shout out towards. Green Roads. Yeah, shout Green out to Green Roads. Ro- Green Roads. So from Jamaica, um, after, I, after I came from a concert at 10 in the morning and caught my flight, barely caught my flight from Montego Bay. Where'd um, we go next? We went to Canada. Yes. So I met up with my brother yep. in Canada at the airport. We flew together. Yep. Actually, yep. I wasn't even sure who, where I was flying She from. was definitely a little dazed. <laughs> dazed and confused. Or either that or medicated. I was like, I don't think we're leaving from the same <laughs> airport. I'm like, wait, let me look. And we, we were leaving out of Miami, which is where my car's been for a week. Um, so <laughs> and I just picked it up 2 a.m. But yeah, and she ain't lying. It's true. I had a rental lying. car even when I was here. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, Canada is great. We're um, talking to fantastic partners out there um, as far as understanding their market. So we talked about there's money there. There's um, a, a lot of interest in the U.S. market. But we want to we want to we want to take around. our stuff there exactly. exactly. So we've we. Which is also another shame that there's, you know, I was reading an article on Herb, which is a, a, a great, uh, you know, you should follow him definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an article that came out where, where they arrested more people. I mean, it's been as, the least amount of arrests since 1995, but they arrested 55,000 people for some type of possession. In and Canada. They, and Canada. Yeah. Um, and they're like, it's, it, well, they're saying that they're not till July. They're basically saying not till July and before right. July, whatever you do right now, you're going to get arrested. Right. So yeah. they're spending millions of dollars, uh, just like the United States, same thing. They're fighting two wars, once against opiates and then taking away the coal, the coal memo. It makes no sense. I mean, there's people that are in favor for that right. uh, or look at it in a different way, um, which I do. I think that it opens up to make uh, Congress and the United States force their hands right. into legalizing or decriminalizing uh, cannabis. And the real danger here is the opiate addiction that's been uh, affecting serious epidemic um, in this country that really they'd speak about it and it kind of goes away. But if you um, put the amount of caskets and just visualize this for one second, you visualize 47,000 people. Mm. So visualize 47,000 caskets, families, friends, cousins, aunts, sisters and brothers that have been affected by this. No matter what race, what religion, what color you are, the fact is, is that this is the true drug. This is the true problem that the United States is going through. Uh, And they should look at cannabis as a solution. Um, They don't say it much, but they are um, doing testing through certain universities to see the effects. 
And many states have already shown the effects. They've been yeah. testing it for three years, um, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But but, but what else? What, what else did you? Yeah, no, I was, I was on your point. Um, like when we were going through the town hall cycle when session was out, um, one of the town halls that we attended was in Royal Palm Beach with um, Senator Bobby Powell and Representative um, Matt Wilhite. And Matt Wilhite said basically we have this do op- we have this opiate epidemic, and we're fighting over access to marijuana, which hasn't killed anyone. So yeah. people are. And legislators are, are coming uh, coming around to it. Um, we uh, attended a um, – w- once we came back from Canada on Tuesday, I was able to go to the NCIA, the National Cannabis Industry Association's event in West Palm Beach. Um, a lot of the, um, you know, uh, players in the cannabis in, – local cannabis industry was there. It's good to see another organization. You know, it's not competitive. There's – there, as Arby always says – there's a tremendous need for education. So, uh, you know, we consider all these organizations, FCCC, you know, what Cannabis Life Radio does, um, NCIA, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, all these organizations are pushing forward with educating people. Yes. And it can't hurt. So it was great to see a presence from NCIA there. Um, Michael Minardi spoke and um, Eric Stevens spoke. And there were a lot of new faces, people who were interested in learning about the business and getting involved with the industry. So um, it was a fantastic event held at the Embassy Suites right here in West Palm Beach. And um, from there, I we, we went to Orlando. Orlando, I which I, I you, if that. you didn't let me know, I would have probably still been in Weston. <laughs> uh, no joke. You called me up. You're like, you know, you're speaking. I'm yeah. like, at what time? Five o'clock. I'm like, Jess, get in the car. Yeah. Just pack a bag. We're out of here. Yeah. So it was. Uh, we rushed down there, Thanks and for being so flexible. I, fi- yeah. I figured that you and Laura, the commander yes. in chief, had it handled. And next thing I know, I see my name on the thing there. So we definitely went there, and it was a blessing that we did because it, it yes. was so enjoyable to watch. Um, you know everything going on, and people coming from outside the state, um, growers from the grower from New York, uh, Senator uh, Todd da- uh, Tom Davis from South Carolina. So you had so many people involved in this. And, and really speaking on compliance, right. you know, which and, is, and which is the, cool. It was the Canna East Compliance Conference. There was one on the West Coast, I think, in California a few months ago. Um, the first I got wind of this conference, I got a, um, a heads up from Chris Martinez, and he's like, you really want to go to this conference? And then, um, you know, it was just a done deal as far as Green Road support. We are one of the sponsors, the only CBD company um, present with a table um, sponsoring the conference. And again, it it shows that Green Roads is not uh, afraid to be visible in the testing right. arena. Oh, yeah. Every all the other tables were about compliance, testing labs, um, you know, accreditation of testing labs, and you know, CBD. Um, you know, it's not, it can be uh, controversial um, because of the fact there are bad actors, but. Green Rose was just very bold, dead center. very very dead center, and very supportive. Um, in addition to that, we hosted the reception, so Arby got an opportunity to um, speak uh, speak and welcome people to the reception, and gave a great speech about. Listen, at the end of the day, it's about this opiate epidemic. It's about people dying. It's about families losing people they care about. And I think you did a great job. I don't know I if you want to give that. a highlight of um, some of your talking thank you, points. Thank you. Yeah. Round of applause. Very proud of you. It was well received. Uh, it, it was definitely not me. It was always coached uh, by the best because I'm surrounded by the best, as as you know. And I always shout out, you're as good as the people you surround yourself with. So I've been blessed to be surrounded by amazing people. The fact is, is that it it is passionate for me, um, and it is personal because as 
I've disclosed many times, you know, I was uh, an opiate addict uh, due to what happened here in Florida with the pain managements and, and all that stuff. And I was one of the bad contributors. I, I'm not ashamed to say that now. And I could say that today because of what we're pushing forward and what we're trying to do. And when we started in the CBD business, there was nobody that was in this, in this space. Right. Um, there was 2012, everybody was looking at us like we were crazy. Right. Like, you know, why would you even want this? This is not going to get you high. And I said, because not everybody wants to get high. Right. Um, and, and that was, our, that was our, our calling. That was our chant. You know, that's how we kept on pushing forward until people really started to realize that this was an option. And this is a true option. So that's why when it comes down to being in the middle of compliance, um, we have no fear because we have somebody that's been working with this type of product and these type of oils for five, six years now. Right. Um, um, and she's a pharmacist and she's a professional and she's a perfectionist. And yes, uh, that actually ended up being an amazing thing because you going to Iowa, next thing you know, you're, we're, you're sitting next to uh, uh, Ray Mayer, which yeah. is uh, Randy, you know, Randy, yes. Randy yes. Mayer, which is the, one of the, the heads chief, of the, the chief of the Iowa Department of Public Health as far as like, um, you know, HIV and AIDS and hepatitis and other illnesses. But he kind of is looked at as, and that became clear when I went to Iowa, as the expert on how they lay out their uh, cannabis programs. And, that, and let's, let's yeah. tell the people, a little, uh, the audience a little bit of why Iowa. Yes. Um, we've had a, a couple issues in Iowa, just like we've had in Nebraska, where we've gone out there to help and represent a consumer or a distributor or a store that's been selling CBD and has been targeted. Um, so we've built a team to go out there and educate, not go out there forcefully, but just say, hey, this is what's going on, including now February 15th, you have 28 congressmen, six Republicans, 22 Democrats that are going out and saying um, on the lawsuit for CBD, saying, you, DEA, you're overstepping your bounds. Right. You know, so, so what we're trying to do in Iowa, which is incredible, and you know, it's, it's just amazing how you ended up being in the middle. And somebody from Iowa was yes. at this conference, and you were going to Iowa at 4 o'clock in the morning. And sitting at Laura's table for lunch and having that – and being so open. I, I really want to recognize Randy for – um, you know, one seeking the information and really understanding before making any erroneous decisions with regards to CBD and, and patient access and, and THC products by seeking out the information and going to um, this compliance conference. And then when I did go up to him, I, uh, I would, I'm going to use a New York term. I, when I bum rushed him, <laughs> <laughs> when I bum rushed him, he was very open and we shared some jokes. And you know, he, you know, he, he was at our Green Roads reception and very open to feedback back and really is just interested in doing the right thing for the people and um, you know identifying the right law so you know uh, Laura uh, in her wisdom she was able to point out some things that are a little archaic as far as um, you know things on the DEA's uh, website um, with regards to oh stocks and stems you can't get enough CBD from that well again with the equipment we have now yes you can right. so there's many different ways and people just don't understand right. the fact and we had some pretty heated not heated, but pretty good discussions um, with uh, during the conference. Uh, people don't understand that you could get CBD from many different avenues, yes. and they don't understand that there's a lot of things out there um, that are medicinal towards your naturally endocannabinoid system. So the fact is, is that there's it's just education. It's just making these people talking to them, showing them, and then testing. 
uh, which I think is always going to be the, the, the number one thing, is testing the products, right. making sure there's no THC in the product. Right. And then after that, I think they, they're more understanding. And how were they? Because I know that Randy called uh, Iowa yes, and let them know a, that you were on the way there. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> like, listen, they're coming. Yes, I spoke to uh, Sarah when I got there after the meeting, um, and she's the director for um, their programs there. And she was leading the discussion for the most part. And she's like, yeah, I, I knew, Randy told me you were coming. And I was like, yeah, he said that. And they're just, they were really open and warm. And um, as these states come on online, you know, especially more, more with the THC space, there's always going to be that question of, but what about CBD? Where does it land? Where is it supposed to sit? And then we are creating this roadmap and blueprint for how we educate the legislators state by state by state on the fact that CBD is nutritional, it is medicinal, it is um, important for patients to have access to, and not every patient wants a THC product. So we're kind of formulating our program around that, an educational program for the rule makers, and we're very open to being engaged um, we're very open to consulting with um, these legislators as they roll out their programs. Arby has a tremendous amount of experience on both the THC as well as the CBD uh, space, and a number of individuals within um, our organization has that type and of the, experience. And the crazy part is, too, is, and I want to mention this, is that we're now having conversations with companies of THC yes. that, that feel threatened by what we are doing and we've reached out to them and told them this is a completely different right. avenue you know this is not something we are actually pushing the envelope for you guys in exactly. certain instances um and educating and spending the in money in this instance and we've been in this business for Absolutely. six years why they why the rules were weren't even made right. in exactly. the state of florida we were already incorporated and uh, we're just trying to open those doors. And that was a good conversation I had with Kim Rivers uh, from Truly Physician. Yes. We're just opening doors. And we're continuing to push the same agenda that you are. And, uh, you know, that is, that is the same. You know, we're, we're trying to educate. We're trying to get over this opiate epidemic, which Florida has a huge problem with that also. So, you know, we're on the same boat. You know, we're just attacking this in two different avenues. But at right. the end, if we come together as a unit, Absolutely. we're more powerful and we're stronger together. Uh, financially, educational-wise, our outreach um, to to certain uh, demographics, um, whether it's you know inside you know a lower demographic to the highest demographic to the people who want to invest, the people who just want to educate themselves, we're providing this type of education, and and we're not scared to do it. Uh, and that's, I think, it's important for them to realize that. Um, and then I know that they have a lot of regulations over their heads where they can't really market or advertise as much as they really yeah. would want to. Um, but I know that uh, True Leaf is going to come out um, and, and be strong. And I'm hoping that they get other you know, competition only because competition creates greatness. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point in time, the more competition that we have in the state of Florida and the more access that patients have, um, the better product that we're going to end up having. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's important. It's great you said that. When I was at in Iowa um, at the meeting, uh, they have one license holder, which is Med uh, Med Farm, and they were there as well. So I was like, yeah, this is what we do. We have experience. We can tell you how things work in different states. We will support. You know, their main thing that they're asking for is, um, why are you capping us at three percent? They're patients who need more than that. That's and, crazy. And, and we're we're going to support that in yeah. them in mm -hmm. that effort because it's the right thing to do. And then we're just asking for 
that support as well as far as our CBD space. Being yeah, we just we got to open the door players. up a little bit for them and give them yeah. just that knowledge and, and just really sit them down. We're going to be doing that in Nebraska with yes. the Ladies of Liberty, um, which are completely against cannabis, against anything that has to do with uh, with, with the plant. But we're going to go out there and all we want to do is just sit down, just hear us out. Let's have yes. a, a conversation and talk about how we could teach you or educate each other on what your problems are and what how we could solve them and vice versa so i think it's going to be interesting nebraska yeah you are currently oh i wanted to tell you we got uh, stuff coming up we've got, we uh, got arby's mail sack we're going to talk what? about yeah you're surprising and, me man you just yeah. popped it off oh, 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 all of a sudden i woke up oh, 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 oh. it's my turn um, <laughs> um, we got to talk about the uh, deadly opioid ep- epidemic and uh, how yes. cannabis can get involved in this and try to uh um Solve some of these yeah, issues. Yeah, let's mitigate this issue. Yeah. Let's, let's let people enjoy their family members. We we'll, tr- we'll take some questions and questions and, and winners uh, yeah, and, and giveaways. Uh, giveaways and, and don't forget, Treyus Durrells is here. Well, what? Uh, he's in. Trey. You are currently tuned Trey. to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green, Green Roads World. Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Roads CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Across the state to across the country, the Hemp Kings is your online home for hemp oil products. From organic hemp oil to intense concentrates, there is only one name you need to remember. The Hemp Kings. The Hemp Kings. Our hemp cream pain blaster lotions uses natural essential oils to deliver hemp's natural pain reliever directly to the site of inflammation for long-lasting relief. Now... Our Pain Blaster Hemp Cream has now gone to the extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Extreme! New Pain Blaster Extreme Cream delivers even more relief, even faster! The best hemp products at the best prices delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. TheHempKings.com TheHempKings.com As a loving pet owner, you want to treat your senior dog for dysplasia, neuropathy, and joint discomfort with minimal traditional chemical medication. And as loving pet owners, we at King Canine agree, and we're excited to make our signature CBD line available to you, derived from all-natural cannabidiol compounds. Lab-tested, non-GMO, plant-based, cutting-edge King Calm CBD reduces inflammation and discomfort naturally, and even reduces anxiety from fireworks and thunderstorms. Go to kingk9.com that's k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e for details and browse a full line of products like king comb de shedder king comb balm and king clean shampoo for pet wellness inside and out order now using the code bark20 for an exclusive 20 percent discount k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e.com king comb cbd and the rest of our natural cannabidiol products king canine for natural pet wellness inside and out Florida Home Grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products. Stop by and check out their organic hemp oil, capsules, and pain-killing topical lotions. 
Enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh organic coffee when checking out our beautiful showroom. Florida Home Grow also carries unique hemp items like jewelry, soaps, clothing, and accessories. Don't forget to try refreshing natural lemonade or delicious ice cream sandwiches. Florida Home Grow is conveniently located on Lake Worth Road between Jog and the Turnpike. We are the number one sellers of hemp oil products because our stuff works. This is the radio show people talk about all week long. This is Cannabis Life Radio. Bong it. Bong cruise. The bong. Oh my goodness. Cannabis Life Radio is... Do people is- do that anymore? Do anybody like, uses bongs? Oh, all yeah. I hear is rigs now. Yeah, it's I all about I, rigs. They do. I saw this guy. He was I'm using a bong with um, the hottest pepper on the planet. Oh, wow. <laughs> It was so that, that's wow. a little dangerous yeah, there. It, it was very tasty. dangerous. Don't try Spicy. that at home. Do not try he that at home. He was drinking tons of water after. It's like he was literally dying. Yeah. So, well, that, don't I, I, don't, I haven't seen a bong in a long time. I mean, I see a lot of rigs, but maybe, maybe I'm just old. Let me, get my, let me show you on my phone. I got some, you got some? Yeah, I got some pictures. Oh, is it pretty? Yeah, it's All very right. nice. That's, that's cool. I like that. Cannabis yeah. Life Radio is on the air. This is Florida's original OG cannabis radio program. I'm Leon Hamilton, along with Arby Barroso and Cheryl Murray Powell, and we want to get into the opiate crisis. How many people are dying a day? Too many. Okay. And I got Richard O'Neill saying Ohio is confused. Uh, yes, they are very confused. Uh, Why is we'll Ohio start. confused? Ohio is confused if, if you look at their numbers, uh, and I think I've said this on the radio before, they've, they have a population of 11 million. Right. Um, I was actually speaking to a gentleman at uh, the summit uh, on Thursday or Friday, um, we're basically we were talking about this. They wrote 793 million oxycontins in Ohio. Uh, you can literally go and deliver a, a bottle to each individual person that lives in Ohio. So you're talking about all these midwestern states from Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Missouri, Iowa, and um, horrible debt. I mean, you're talking this year, 2017 is going to be plus 60,000. So just again, imagine that, close your eyes and imagine 60,000 coffins and then all the families attached to that coffin. You know, that's what we're really talking about. We're not talking about cannabis. Cannabis has zero. You don't see a coffin next to cannabis. You see coffins next to opiates, Oxycontins. And and, and this is one of the things that I spoke about when when they gave me the opportunity to speak in front of these these professionals and people in this industry and uh, from Christian Bax, it's Department of Health and stuff like that. The fact is, is that when you could get a pill and smoke it on aluminum foil, yeah. put it in a, in a thing, a spoon of water, and shoot it up, it's ridiculous. Crush it down and snort it like cocaine. That is a drug. Yeah. That is a street drug. Mm-hmm. That is not a prescription drug. No. That is a street drug that was created by a pharma company that has could hide within the FDA regulations because it's gotten approved. Right. So I look at that as a street drug because I used to snort it. Never smoked it and never shot it up because I was terrified of needles. Right. And the fact is, is that this is what people are doing. They go from opiate that becomes expensive when they go out and they, you know, the state calls a state emergency. Now the price on the black market shoots to the roof. Right. Goes to a dollar milligram, thirty dollars a pill, and then all of a sudden you got people going to states um, in the midwestern states where they're selling them for three dollars in the pharmacies or or getting a copay for ten bucks and. The people are getting a hundred and something, and then turning around, and selling them in the street. Right. Um, and then when they run out, and you're going through withdrawals and opiates, which people who have been through this and I have, is one of the worst things that you could ever go through. Yeah. Um, they turn to heroin because it's cheaper for them to go there. 
And, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'll give a quick story where I saw my light and I was in jail uh, with a 19-year-old who had stolen his, the pills from his mother, okay? And this is when I literally was just like dumbfounded. I knew that there was something that I needed to change in my life, um, which was pretty tough. And every time I put myself in that scenario, I was with him for three days and he was 19 years old in jail because he had stolen his mom's uh, Oxycontins and went through withdrawals, realized, got on, on the computer, realized, went to H, went to a place where he bought heroin and started shooting up. Now you're talking about a 19-year-old child, really, right. that, that ended up getting hooked on something like this and it was the cause of finding his mom's prescription in the medicine cabinet. And that's where it usually begins, is inside your family's home. Right. Um, they'll go through your pills. You know, kids were, were just kids. You know, we were kids once ourselves. We go, we get curious. Next thing you know, you read something, you Google it, especially with all the social media you have out there now, and now you're, now you're creating a problem. Right. That's where they need to go. So this whole campaign against opiates, what, they, you know, what pisses me off is the fact that they're going after the consumer. They're going after the people mm -hmm. that are actually taking it. Why don't you go after pharma yeah. and tell them, right. we want you to coat this. We want you to make sure that you can't snort this or shoot this or put something in there. And there's easy ways to go about it. Right. Make an exception through the FDA because they have a certain patent or trademark the way they make it, which is fine. So let's, let's legislate, hey, you know what? We're going to allow you to make a change into this so you could coat the pill and we're still going to allow you to be able to sell it. Right. If you do that, we would definitely, definitely decline on, on the matter of opiate addiction and people going to buy specific types of opiate pills because they know that they could do certain things with those drugs. Right, but it started with you with the prescription, correct? Which just like with, uh, I was on Percocets. I got three hip replacements. I played football. Like Tom Petty. Tom like Petty. 20-something uh, plus just... years ago. And, and Trey will get into that on the sports side of, of what ends up happening. I mean, you're athletic. I wasn't into drugs in high school. It wasn't my thing. But I did shoot up. I wanted to play, and I wanted to play at my highest, at my highest levels. And I, and I you know, I... They call that cheating, but people, other people might call it, listen, you're, you're trying to be successful at what you're trying to do. Well, and everyone does it. That's and and, and you're trying and to compete with the next person. Between the so. shot and, the, you know, the pills and everything, that's part of the sport, sports culture is, yeah. you know, making these gladiators as um, strong as possible for as long as possible and uh, play as hard as possible. So, you know, that's pretty typical, actually. Right. Um, you know, part, you know, the pill culture that you're referring to, one thing that I don't like is starting that pill-taking, uh, brainwashing at, for children. So I'm really, really strict with my son. I do not give him medication. Unless, like, if he has a fever, that's it. He will take his vitamins. But I'm not into the telling him, giving him the message that if you don't feel good, take a pill. Exactly. Because when, it, when you start with that messaging, it carries on throughout life. If he doesn't feel well, we talk about it. He can, we can go walking, um, you know, whatever is needed, um, CBD gummies also, um, whatever is needed. But I'm not into the pill-taking um, mindset for, for my child. Um, and then we've talked about how foster children tend to um, have three, three times as many um, foster children are put on medication and drugs. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Why they're just medicating these kids rocking them to sleep so, and numbing them so they don't feel anything. They don't go through the highs and lows of life because they stay medicated. Then we see it on the other end of the spectrum, which is with our elderly. Oh, you know, yeah. You walk into an ALF oh and it's like you're walking like zombies. zombies. They, they medicate these, these, these people 
Um, we've gotten a lot of letters uh, from people that have put, you know, taken away those type of medications and have enjoyed the last six months of somebody's life um, because they haven't been zoned out on whatever medications that they're hitting them up with. Right. And they're all set up just to, to bill out. You know, that's why you have these, these people getting arrested for, you know, Medicaid fraud and this type of fraud because it's a problem. Right. And we need to attack the problem. When, you, when, when you're going after, you know, uh, I was watching a program last night when I got in the Cali Cartel or Pablo Escobar. You, you're going to go after the actual producer, the person who makes that. You're not going after the guy who's buying it and snorting right. it in the corner. You're going after the main, the main producer. So why are they not going after and, and making rules and regulations for the people that are making this product? That is my question. That is my biggest question because every day that goes by, five people die per hour. Yeah. That is that is the facts. There's yeah. no if ands buts about it. You can't you can't lie about it. You can't hide it. Um, I'm pretty sure that everybody in this room or somebody or 90% of the people in this room have been impacted one way or the other by knowing somebody that's either passed away or has a problem with opiate addiction. Just like our viewers, if you ask that question right now, I guarantee you take a poll and I guarantee you that somebody knows somebody that's either passed away or has a pill problem. All right. Yeah. And, you know, we're not trying to depict pharma as the big villain. We're saying that we're at the point in the evolution of, of knowledge and health and wellness where we need to look at alternatives. We, that, and that, I said it I, when I spoke the other day. I said pharma has a place in cannabis. Yes. They right. have amazing that. scientists. They, they, that's what they do. You know, but the fact is, is that right now they've created something that is a problem. And they need to recognize the problem that it's not a doctor because they preach to the doctor that this was non-addictive that they're not going to have an issue with this just prescribe it let it go keep doing what you need to do you know you have incest um, which is a publicly traded company mm -hmm. that went through their whole scandal because they had a bunch of people arrested from their corporation for giving kickbacks to doctors for right. giving fentanyl pills I mean fentanyl patches and pills uh, and yet in March of 2017 the FDA gives them a synthetic THC approval for some type of drug that they approved. So again, we need to keep an eye on them. You know, they need to be called out because they need to be regulated. Just like the cannabis industry has to have some type of regulation, you know, so we know that what we're taking is good. Um, you know, they need to be regulated also. Yeah. Um, and that's really, you know, they need to be called out on that. Okay, uh, Tom Petty's uh, family put out a statement today uh, listing the um, uh, drugs that he was on when he died. Uh, he was on uh, fentanyl patches, Oxycodone, Oxycontin, Tamazepam, Azepram, uh, which is Xanax, uh, Kil, what is this one? Kilatapram? <laughs> Selexa, uh, Acetyl Fentanyl, and Disapropanil Fentanyl. So three That's different kinds of fentanyl. of fentanyl. And he was I mean, on, look at he, you got Heath Ledger. You got you, yeah, a plethora yeah. of people right. that have passed away that are, you know, in the public's eye. Right, but the, fam the family of Tom Petty wants his name out there so that people can discuss this. That's right. the difference. The, you know, Little Peep and, uh, yeah. and Prince, you know, they try yep. to hide this stuff. His family is going out of their way to try to make this an awareness type issue so we can try to use his death as a point to, uh, to try to solve this issue. I, I just don't understand. He's a, he's a resident of Florida, correct? Why couldn't he? Who, Tom why? Petty? 
Yeah, yeah. he's a resident of Gainesville, I think. He, why couldn't he get his, his medical marijuana card? Well, if he was enlightened, if he, if he had the information, we really need to educate more. We're seeing where, because the, the change in the certification for physicians um, for the medical marijuana program, we lost a third of our, our, physician, our recommending physicians. That's a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. They're, gate, they're the gatekeeper yeah. for patients having access. Um, people have been seeing doctors for all their lives, especially the elderly, and then their doctors aren't recommending, and then they have to try to find new doctors. We need to make sure that we educate the physicians and that they're not standing in the way that they are actually, you know, regardless of how they personally feel, that they are open to recommending for the patients that need it and that can get um, recover from their illnesses in a healthy way without having this addiction issue. Yeah. I had a. I was talking to a doctor the other day that said that she's uh, stopping giving uh, prescriptions or recommendations for cannabis because of the paperwork. That's all she said. She said just wow. the paperwork. A lot of people are saying that, and it's it's unfortunate that they they have to do all this paperwork in order to recommend. But then when it comes to giving out pharmaceuticals, yeah, it, there's no, it, nothing. It, there's, yeah, it's a five minute prescription. I mean, right. you, they they, they say get a bonus. Seven get a minutes, five Jamaica. prescriptions. It is what a doctor usually gives in seven minutes, five prescriptions. Crazy. We have to just continue to raise awareness on this issue. We are planning to um, do a lobby day February 13th. It's, I know it's not a lot of notice, but we'd like to have people meet up in D.C. and uh, talk to the legislators about you know, access to marijuana, support um, Cory Booker's uh, Marijuana Justice Act um, that he's proposed. I saw a video on Facebook on his page. Um, where he's met with Representative Barbara Lee. So it's going to be introduced on the House side as well as the Senate side. Uh, so that's really important. We need to support that legislation. If we, if we believe in this industry like we, we say we're invested, we need to support Cory Booker's Marijuana Justice Act, which will allow for legalization and a wall. Of, that's truly decriminalization where people who have had these offenses will be allowed to get their lives back. Yeah. Um, in addition, we have um, House Bill 3530, um, which is um, legalization of, of hemp. And, um, and, and CBD, and we need that more than anything because there's so many people who are ill and this opiate issue. So we're going to be lobbying on those two issues, and then we also have um, some, we'll talk a little bit later about um, the plan, the Green Heart Date, February 14th, supporting Jose Bellin and Sebastian Cote and uh, Marvin Washington in, uh, in New York. And then the 15th, we had the law, the yes, uh, that's in San Francisco. Yes, and, and February 15th is also uh, D-Day for... Um, the lawsuit uh, for the CBD, um, right. where where you had the lawsuit against the DEA. So there's a yes. lot of things going on now and 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 coming up. 2018 is going to be an interesting year. We got to show up. Everybody needs to show up. Here. So that's that's the other calling is people need to show up and make their voices heard. And and it's really again shame on us if if we don't if we don't help this pass in any which way that we can. Everybody needs to show up. You need to call your representatives. You need to call your your mayors, your councilmen, your house representatives. Uh, I see Al Jaquette, I think, might have joined today. I think today's his it's birthday. It's his birthday. Today's a shout-out to Al Jaquette, um, which is a big uh, advocate for, for what we're trying to do, um, and uh, Senator Roussan. So, you know, shout-out to them. Make sure that you, that you go out and you vote. You know, vote, vote for the people that are looking to help. You know, no matter what party it is, Republican or Democrat or Libertarian, however it wants to go, the fact is is that look at the issues that they stand for, and we put them in power. 
they don't, we don't work for them. They work for us. So they need to hear our voices. So make sure you make those calls. Speaking yeah. of that, um, I don't know if you were going to go for a break, but um, I was oh, also yeah. in Tallahassee this week. I forgot. Um, you forgot. The, yeah, I would forget. I figured you would forget. I mean, you've been to so many places in a week. Yeah, we, we had minorities for medical marijuana and um, Florida for care. Um, we had a lobby day in Tallahassee. Um, both of the gentlemen, um, uh, Representative Jack Head and, and Senator Rousson, I saw them. I was with Senator Powell's staff as well. Um, so we, we definitely made sure that we supported those who supported us. Um, so that happened this week. There's another lobby day that is going to be a regulate Florida normal um, lobby day in Florida on February 22nd, which is my birthday. I'll be in Vegas. Oh, but, party. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, there's a, a lot of lobby days to pay attention to, to that happening. Um, our producer found that one study out of Washington dispensaries, um, they surveyed 3,000 um, legal users of marijuana, uh, and they were recruited at the dispensaries or by social media. And uh, 36% said they used marijuana to replace opioids. Yep. So that just solidifies that marijuana, cannabis, THC products, CBD products are the, 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 the exit drug. They are not the gateway drug. They are the exit drug from this opiate addiction. 36% is That's really significant. That's huge. That was, that was huge. And that was by Vice that came out with an article speaking about uh, the the 3,000 people that actually that they studied, and, and again, 36%. That, that is a big number. That's a huge number. That is a huge, huge number And lives people. saved. And lives saved. Because that translates to lives saved. Because if they're using marijuana instead of opioids, then there isn't that um, overdose risk. Correct. That's, I think yeah. it's 1,800. And a and billion dollars is what we would save through Medicare, is what we would save if we would just use cannabis. And, uh, and again, I, I'm for, obviously, decriminalization. Grow it in your house. Have a limitation of what you can grow. Uh, let's put those rules in place. And again, once you take that out, you take the black market out of the game because you're, who's really going to go into your house and take your plant when anybody could grow it? Right. So it's, it's just like anything else. And that will yeah. bring farming back. That will bring jobs back, um, whether it's on the hemp side or the cannabis side. The fact is, is that it's employment opportunities. Um, and as Green Roads, you know, with everybody that we have around us, we have about 100 people. So that's 100 families that we are helping one way or the other. They yeah. pay their bills. They pay their car. They pay their houses. And we're just one company, you know. And so, growing. And growing. So that is huge when you take a step back and you see the amount of presence that uh, the cannabis or hemp industry could have with, with just one company. Um, and, and we've dedicated ourselves to that. So it's a shout out to Green Road, shout out to all our sales guys who really believed in what we've been able to do and, and reach out, including our marketing guys. Uh, shout out to Herb um, that, that continues and, and we met with them the other day. Amazing people. They have a huge outreach on education, um, which is very big for us. Um, Vice has had that, their, you know, their programs that are up. So just get educated on that. If, if you're ignorant, just, just read a book, man. Read, read a book of history, you know, because it's, it was here. They, you know, the government made it illegal. You know, take a second, read a book, and educate yourself. And, and I think you'll change your mind as soon and as you go That's why I'm really that. excited about our Hemp for Victory campaign that we're working on. You're on the board. I'm on the board. Um, shout out to Michael Bowman for organizing um, the group that's going to be working on that. And we're going to just reinvigorate the education about hemp, the history of um, it being legal, 
not legal, legal to the point that it was a mandate um, being made illegal and then in wartime made legal again for until they didn't need the uh, the, the, the rope, uh, the rope yeah. from 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 hemp. Yeah. So um, we'll, we'll you'll see more about um, that campaign, which will happen throughout this year, um, the 75th anniversary of Hemp for Victory. Um, we're going to engage all the CBD companies, all the, the hemp-related companies. We're going to unify. We're going to lobby. Um, we're going to educate together as a unit. We're going to um, uh, get rid of threats so that we can move to the next period, this next era of a full access and, and legalization for whether it's for agricultural products, uh, building products, all the 50,000 uses of hemp. We're going to support those that are in that industry so that we can um, live a cleaner life as, as a as a country do you think that do you guys think that uh um the fact that people can't get prescribed uh cannabis for pain that that's actually making the uh opiate crisis worse in this state i think a thousand percent i mean uh it's it's definitely if you can't get something you you got to be able to people would live with pain every day there's certain people that could deal with a certain threshold of pain but the fact is, is that they're going to look for comfort. They got to pay their bills. They got to go to work. They got to yeah. get up in the morning. They got to do their daily lives. And if you're dealing with chronic pain, which is real, okay? So people are not, you know, there's, there's obviously that epidemic and you need something medically, whether it's cannabis or something else. But let's just make sure that it's not causing this type of epidemic. Right. That's really what it comes down to. We're not saying, hey, stop all pain pills. Cannabis no. is the way to go. Absolutely it's not. not what we're saying. What we're saying is we need to be able to regulate this for it not to be 60,000 plus people dying a year on overdoses between opiates and heroin. Yeah. That's all we're saying. And we need to be more vigilant and keep a closer eye on the very young and their introduction to, um, you know, pharmaceuticals, um, and also the very old that may not be able to defend themselves, speak for themselves, and how they're they're being medicated, sedated. So I think we just need to have extra eyes on those two vulnerable vulnerable um, groups of the population. Absolutely. I mean, and Trey will get into this. We've talked about, you know, colleges, and let's bring yes. it down to high school. Yes. They're saying 23%. I think they're full of crap. I think it's higher than that. But the fact is they're saying 23% of 594,000 uh, student athletes are prescribed a opiate or, nar- or a pain pill narcotic. Well, it's definitely higher than you that. Know, it's, so imagine where it goes down to high school. And we've seen the yeah. stories on 60 Minutes or uh, you know, on a show or on a program where you've seen these high school kids that had all this talent they get hurt during a game. The coaches need them in there. They might be running for state, and they're going to shoot them up. They're going to do whatever they could do to get that person into play. Right. And, and that's where you, that person's life goes from that to death. And there's a lot of players, uh, including uh, our condolences to the Washington State uh, college quarterback that just took his life. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that go on that, that are, you know, caught up in this whole, you know, thing. And there's going to be a lot of people exposed, and there's going to be a lot of things that happen. Uh, but it's it's the cost, and and if we're truly believing on cannabis and it being helpful, um, there's going to be people that that are going to take some serious hits this year. I uh, I was on the plane last night um, from Iowa. I had a layover in in Chicago, sitting next to a another attorney, um, and he was from Chicago. And he you know we were talking about cannabis. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to see you in the space, et cetera, and so on. Um, but he was talking about Chicago and like the needs of Chicago to the point that you know we've heard Chance the Rapper donated millions to so, um, keep skill, schools open to the school board himself. You know, cannabis can remedy so many issues in a city like Chicago where they need that you know funds for education and roads and and public safety, et cetera. 
that's when what's extremely frustrating to me is we have so much need so much need here and the, the dollars and there are people even Canada is willing to throw money into these industries and <laughs> the economy and we're like no thanks we don't want that money to fix um, so our kids can get a good education and to um, for our public services we're uh, you know as far as the federal government we've seen a lot of cuts that uh, affect vulnerable communities affect um, you know uh, low economic uh, status individuals, but we're not seeing where they're open to where that money can be poured in. They say that by giving tax cuts to the rich, it'll benefit, it'll trickle down. We haven't seen that historically, but we do know that where cannabis is legal, we see that cascade of funds to the services. I'm, I'm, I'm one to going to agree on tax cut that definitely funnels down, and our employees will, will be attested to that by bonuses that they receive this year. Um, I think that just like in cannabis, it does trickle down and it trickles down by us being able to hire more people and put more people to work and be, and be out there. Well, that's um, your heart. I'm talking about historically looking at tax cuts for the rich. Yes. Whether it's been, no, it's always widen the divide between uh, the poor and the I, rich. I, I tend to maybe, you know, I have a different opinion on that. You know, and you know, we, we always tend to disagree no, I, on I certain things. But I think, I, I think... What is happening right now, just with the growth that's happening in the cannabis industry and in tax cuts, we're able to provide big bonuses for this year um, where people didn't – it's not out there as much, but the fact that people were able to get bonuses through certain companies, including our company. I mean, we no, bonus – your company. We bonus everybody yeah. that works for us. Right. And we have 60 people, and everybody received a bonus for our company this year. So the fact is, is that I think it does, and I think yes, cannabis is definitely going to have a huge impact, and it's had it in Colorado, um, where employment is down, uh, unemployment is down, and it happened in Kentucky with hemp, where unemployment is is down, and I think that just needs to be all over the country, right. and I think everybody should accept it, and I think by the end of this year we're going to have 40 states involved. Right now we're at 29, and there's no stopping it. The fact is, is, is how are we gonna how are we gonna impose this? They can't, you know, make it a class schedule or in a class narcotic. They need to decriminalize it completely across the board and then regulate it like alcohol, so everybody has access to it. And we could grow it if we choose to grow it. Um, Trey will come in here. He was in Colorado. He he has met much experience in, in reference to that. We were in Colorado. We were able to do that uh, in 2008, 2009, and the experience that's been able. And the knowledge that's been able to grow from that point yeah. till today is absolutely amazing, um, including on the marketing side, the jobs that's been able to provide um, from our TFC marketing team that started off with three. Now they're plus 20 people. Right. That's just on marketing on its own. So yeah. there's many opportunities in this industry. I have more faith in cannabis than the rich. Uh, well, when as you're rich, you've got to trust yourself. Oh, my goodness. So Keeping a, your own money is a bad thing. Well, we share. It's bad when you have too much of it. You know, and I was watching the Tupac thing the other day where he was basically, you know, preaching to the fact that you should share and you, you should to. feel bad That's if right. you got a pocket full of money and you see somebody in the street that needs a dollar and needs some food. By the so way, I need a dollar. I always got you back. Got your back. Got your back. You are. Oh, we want to talk about what's coming up. Uh, we've Who knows? Got, uh, you lead us. Listen, we've got Arby's Mail Sack. We've got Treyas Jarrell's. We've, we've got, got giveaways. We've got giveaways. We've got Cheryl's closing arguments. And this I just is, want to shout out the people that put out here that have been clean and sober. 
Congratulations. Um, you know, that is a big shout out to the people that are posting. And it takes a lot of effort to say, hey, I've been clean. That's right. And uh, congratulations to all the people that are posting that. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a break. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio brought to you by Green Roads World. As a loving pet owner, you want to treat your senior dog for dysplasia, neuropathy, and joint discomfort with minimal traditional chemical medication. And as loving pet owners, we at King Canine agree, and we're excited to make our signature CBD line available to you, derived from all-natural cannabidiol compounds. Lab-tested, non-GMO, plant-based, cutting-edge King Calm CBD reduces inflammation and discomfort naturally, and even reduces anxiety from fireworks and thunderstorms. Go to kingk9.com that's k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e for details and browse a full line of products like king comb de shedder king comb balm and king clean shampoo for pet wellness inside and out order now using the code bark20 for an exclusive 20 percent discount k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e.com king calm cbd and the rest of our natural cannabidiol products king canine for natural pet wellness inside and out Across the state to across the country, the Hemp Kings is your online home for hemp oil products. From organic hemp oil to intense concentrates, there is only one name you need to remember. The Hemp Kings. The Hemp Kings. Our Hemp Cream Pain Blaster Lotions uses natural essential oils to deliver hemp's natural pain reliever directly to the site of inflammation for long-lasting relief. Now, our Pain Blaster Hemp Cream has now gone to the extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Extreme! New Pain Blaster Extreme Cream delivers even more relief, even faster! The best hemp products at the best prices delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. TheHempKings.com TheHempKings.com Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Road CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Florida Home Grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products. Stop by and check out their organic hemp oil, capsules, and pain-killing topical lotions. Enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh organic coffee when checking out our beautiful showroom. Florida Home Grow also carries unique hemp items like jewelry, soaps, clothing, and accessories. Don't forget to try refreshing natural lemonade or delicious ice cream sandwiches. Florida Home Grow is conveniently located on Lake Worth Road between Jog and the Turnpike. We're the number one sellers of hemp oil products because our stuff works. Nobody covers cannabis news like Cannabis Life Radio. Nobody. Might want to put your headphones on. We're that like, that'd we're be like, a great <laughs> idea, right? I'm sorry. I was just. I was, You're a little late on that. Yeah. I was like on. slow motion. Cannabis Life Radio is on the air. This is Florida's original 
the OG, OG Cannabis OG. Radio Program. Leon Hamilton along with Arby Barroso and Cheryl Murray Powell, along with another special guest, Treyas Jarrells. Yes. Here. In the house, in the studio, Mr. Treyas Jarrells. I've been here. Um, I'm, I'm coming more and more. Yeah? Yeah, more That's and more. Part more, of the, more you're part more, of the family, definitely. He's definitely uh, fam. Not on the phone anymore. So you could put a, a face to the name. Yes. We want to talk about uh, NCAA football and uh, opiates and the opiate issue. So, and your story. Like, and I your mean, story. Yeah, your basically go over the uh, – sorry, sorry, Arby. I, gotta, I mean, up. I got to step in. Yeah. Uh, I'm rude me. like that. Yeah, he wants to correct me. Uh, tell us your story, uh, like a, 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 the Reader's Digest version of what happened right. to you when you got injured in college football. I mean, like I tell a lot of people, you know, I, I risked everything for this plant. You know, and that's, that's where, you know, I differ from a lot of people. Um, you know, I risked my life. Um, if I wouldn't have left the house 15 minutes prior to um, CSU PD kicking in my door with assault rifles, right? You know, me, uh, I'm from Florida, from Sanford. Um, I always believed in protecting myself, so of course I had a firearm in the house. Right. Um, but, you know, just that look, you know, me having a firearm, um, you know. Uh, could have been killed. I could have been killed that day, you know. So that's why what I do, you know, it's, it's so much passion behind it because, um, you know, I risk my face, my, my likeliness, my career, um, and, and a lot of people can't relate to that. Right. But but it's fine, though, you know, because I, I don't do it because of the dollars and cents. Because if that was the case, I would have had a promo code on my on my Facebook, Instagram a long time ago yeah. trying to sell product, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it to change the game, right, because I got, you know, loved ones that play the game, you right. know, brothers, sisters, uh, cousins, um, and not just football, just high-impact sports in general. Um, because concussions, what they say, 7.4% of athletes that participate in collegiate football, they suffer from concussions. But that doesn't include, you know, spraying football, um, you know, all of that. But that doesn't include the, the lower tier teams as well. Right. You know, they, they, when, when, they, when they throw out those statistics, they talk about the Power 5 schools, the SEC, the ACC, the right. Pac-12. But they forget about the small the conferences, you know. Right. Um, so, in my opinion, you know, it's skewed. You know, those statistics are skewed. For um, a reason, though. Right. I mean, for a reason. And you played at a, at a, at a high division. You right. played Division One ball. Right. So that's what people don't know. You didn't play for a small school. You played high impact, right. big division, uh, you know, and highly Everyone's competitive, you know, and, and possibly, you know, you risked your life. And, and, and I want you to elaborate on that because the fact is, is that you could have probably gone to the next level. Right. Of course. Um, and you chose, um, you know. Probably your family and everybody else is like looking at you like, what are you doing? Right. Um, so, you know, talk about that because a lot of people go through that and they just don't speak about it. And, and you went through it personally. Right. And, and I'm going to just speak on someone, Stevie Kay. Um, she's an individual that I met, you know, later on down alone in his journey. And she was one of those individuals that she, she was a victim of, you know, cannabis. She was a cannabis user in school. She played volleyball. Um, and, you know, it was her medicine is how she got through and uh, it came to a point was it was her medicine or her career, and she chose her career for for yeah. for a brief moment until her health started declining. And it's like, hold on, is it really yeah. is it really worth it? Um, so she went back medicating, and it, it cost her career. You know, she yeah. she failed drug tests, and you know you you get the boot. But that's the whole thing. I mean, if they tested. Everybody right. in professional sports, we would not be watching sports on TV no. at all. Definitely not in basketball. In, I can basketball tell you that personal, personal. I don't. I, you know, you're, you're making fun of me for dancing or whatever. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you personally with personal knowledge that the whatever's going on as far as drug testing in the NBA, it's a, it's a joke. Every single person that I've known 
that uh, is involved in the NBA uses cannabis. Right. Every I'm single sure one. Soccer and uh, it's just across it's across sports. Um, well, they I, I know I shouldn't yeah. be giving. You play soccer? No, but I what I what I want to say is there are people in the NBA when you see somebody hit the floor hard. Um, there are people in the NBA that you can watch in a game where they will take a player into the back room and they are using a vape product. I can tell you Listen, that right now. All you got to do is look at Cam Newton during his game. He got crushed right. during that hit. Yeah, He should have not been going back no. in that game. He was done. And he was done. He and was you done. could see his eyes when you came out and the coach right. is like, and again, if you're a warrior and this is what you've been training for right, your whole life, right. you're in a playoff game. Right. You're not gonna you're not gonna walk away from that. Right, but, right. You're gonna go and do whatever you need to do and go back in the game. He the, had no right and reason to be back in that game. Right. And you could see how he how he ended that game. Yeah. You know, affected by that hit straight the, to the, the head. The, the point I was trying to make is there there are people that are saying that the there's NBA players that, you know, uh, don't use cannabis or whatever. There are people that are in the NBA that are using cannabis at the games. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, but there I'm are people at the games medicating when they get injured. The that's why they can snap back out of it after they hit the floor hard. That's what's going on. And they're, you know, if they want to be honest about it, if if they expelled every player in the NBA that stopped, that uses cannabis, there would be literally Listen, nobody that would playing be across, the game. But that would be, be across everything. everything. Yeah, I mean, you're going everything. talking about high school ball right. all the way to college right. ball, I all agree. the way to professionals, right. Right. and that's where I mean, Trey went through I, I that. Right. You don't see you don't see NBA players with in trouble with these pills. That's the thing that I'm the the point that I'm trying to make is that there there is a more of a prevalent Use of cannabis behind the scenes right, in the NBA. That's a good point, by you. That's a great point. That's Thanks. a great point. Every and, once in a while, and, I, come and, I, and I know, and I'm, I'm medicated, you know, before games, prior to games, practices, right. yeah, um, meetings. It, it didn't matter. I mean, twenty four seven. Twenty four seven is my medicine, Me too. and I can function and, and yeah. do everything I need to do yeah. under the right. influence. Um, but back to what Arby was saying with the whole, you know, uh, Cam Newton, you know, he, he had to get back in the game. Well, Dr. Nancy Chen of Santa Rosa College, she, you know, she did a, a study, and it basically talked about how, you know, athletes may suffer a concussion, but they don't come out of the game because of factors. So you have adrenaline, you know, you're in the zone, in denial, a, a sense of commitment. Right. Um, depending on where you come from, mm -hmm. you know, you got more on the line, you know, than just, oh, you know, I, I got rattled, let me come out the game. Because in the back of your head, you got family that's depending on you. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? And there's that pressure. That is a big that's pressure. A, that's a yeah. huge pressure, and I, and I dealt with that pressure. You know, I've, been, I've never been diagnosed with a concussion because I, I've, I live by what Dr. Nancy Chen spoke on. Um, I had a lot to lose, you know, not, not, I wasn't playing for myself. It was for my family, get my family out of the hood. Right. So, you know, it was a sense of entitlement to stay on the field. So I would self-diagnose myself. I would say my name in my head. You know, I would, I would say my birthday, my social right. security name. Oh, I'm good. Right. But I don't know if I'm good or not. You know, right. I, I don't, I don't really know if, you know, if, you know, that hit that I just sustained. you've been playing since you were a young uh, Since child. I've been seven. How, um, how many years is that, uh, Trey, that you, you played? Like 16 years I played again. That is a lot of years, you know? man. Yeah, banging, 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 banging. And, you know. And you oh, played running back. Running back. And, and you're playing running back. Sites. Right. So oh, you're, you're, yeah. getting, you're getting clocked. Every play. Every play. I'm blocking somebody. I'm getting hit because they think I got the ball. It, 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 it's constant contact, right? And, you know, growing up playing ball, I used to, I, I, my neck always hurt, like. I would run and I could feel pain in my neck because, I mean, we were bang. We were young. Nobody was teaching us head up. We, we were just hitting. You were hitting. You, you would do the, the rodeo, the bull. You, they were calling them. Yeah. You would find them. I mean, we, we, it was gladiators out there. Yes. But this is seven, six, 
eight, nine years old, you know. I mean, it's not supposed to be that way at that age. Everybody's cheering you on. You know, <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the only thing we're taught to do: be an athlete. And that carries a lot of pressure, obviously, from your family. Where, where does your family stand now? Because I know we've had conversations right. about where they're at now. Like, where, where are their present thinking about cannabis or CBD? Uh, they're, they're woke. That's what I like they to woke say. Up? They woke up, you know. Um, but it, it took me going through what I went through and, and you know, them seeing what I went through and, and the education that comes behind it to say, hold on. This kid may know what he's talking about. Right. Um, but let me look deeper. Um, now my mom takes the Green Rose products. You know, my my little brothers take the Green Rose products. You know, I, I make sure that if I can't touch everybody, I'm going to touch people that's close to me because I know what it can do. You know, I I know how it can be a, a neuroprotectant. Um, and back and back to uh, Dr. Yosef of Tel Aviv uh, Tel Aviv University. Mm -hmm. um, he did a study with mice and he used cannabis. Um, and basically what, what he found it is one to three days before contact, um, if you, you know, ingest cannabis, it develops a neuroprotectant, right? So Excellent. it helps you when you get going to, you know, the contact phases. So one to three days after contact is good to ingest again to, yeah. you know, if you have any, you know, dead blood cells, anything, you know, going wrong up top you have that treatment, you know, that can go in and, so and it's assist preventative, you. It's preventative, and it's also exactly. a repair. And, and yep. it's already studies out that's, that's already saying these things, and, and we're still trying to re reinvent right. We're still here preaching this we're, thing, we're and it's just, exactly. all you right need to there. do is just read. It's yeah, right well, there. What, what, what's law enforcement going to do to, you know, make money off these tickets exactly. and the fines and the, I, the I, I, I'll help them figure that yeah, out. We, I'll help them figure that out. I think, I think we can figure that out for them. We can help them figure that out, but what we want to do is get, you know, these athletes alternative. You know, right. it's, it's and that's why the alternative right now, I mean, you see all these athletes talking about it on their Facebooks, right. on their Instagram, uh, you know, Warren Saps. You had right. we had Willis McGee yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, all these guys, you know, preaching and talking about this because they, they see it and they don't want to be part of, of the epidemic. And they right. realize that it could destroy their family, their lives. So they're they're medicating, right. you know, they're medicating and it's it's getting them through the day and it's helping them. And these are people have been playing. 16, 17, 20 years of football, right. you know, you're waking up, you're doing weights, you're putting your helmet on, and you're, and you're banging your heads. Uh, same thing with soccer. We don't, people don't talk about how much soccer, but soccer's the, the leading. The leading. Yes, it is. You know, it, it's on leading, top, and right. they don't talk about that. As because, far as concussions. As far as right. concussions. I mean, it's a big problem, um, and, and I think we need to really figure it out. And I think this Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of talk about it. I think oh, there's, yes. there's going to be a lot of events. Uh, we'll right. be at the Pro Bowl. We'll be at the Pro Bowl event. Well, um, tell me about it. But I don't know if you need me to come to the Pro Bowl. Oh, I mean, <laughs> she knows all, Cheryl knows all about cleats. football. Hey, Do you know what the Pro Bowl is? She knows is. what a first I'll down is. I'll put on is. a jersey and cleats. <laughs> and, uh, Do you know what the Pro Bowl is? I'm uh, not sure exactly what it let is. Me, let me uh, guess. I want to hear your guess. Pro Bowl is like a, a game where like a lot of people... Play yep. football. Yes. Okay, yeah. that, that's and a good they, start. And then yeah. it's like competing teams. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like certain Such an attorney teams, answer. Certain yeah. teams traditionally answer. play over and over again. Yeah. Um, well, uh, or is it the best of the best? Is it best of the best? The best of the best. The best of the best. That is the best of the best. Wow. Bada like bing, bada boom. Look at you. Best of the best. And the most home runs wins. That's where I want to be. We should have an attorney pro ball. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. There you go. CBD pro ball. What? <laughs> but but the current the current concussion protocol you know it, it's not effective it's not efficient it's not certain right we got a diagnosis right where they do the the concussion the baseline test and already we spoke about yeah. the baseline right. test and uh, I'm, I'm gonna speak out and I know there's a lot of athletes that can relate 
Um, when we would take the baseline test at Colorado State, everybody would fail it on purpose. We would fail on purpose. Why? Because when we did, if we did face a concussion during the season, we would pass. You know, wow. so that that the system right wow. now is in place is getting finessed, right? It is. It's getting finessed right now. Because athletes are super smart. Super we talked smart. about this last, the, last year with all the, play, they, the playbooks. And yes. Right. They have to memorize I mean, you're, you're grinding for not yeah. just for yourself, but imagine having to play for your family. Right. I yes. mean, there's a lot of people counting on you, including your teammates and everything that follows down from that. Yeah, but go fans. ahead. I love I love where you're going with this, Joe. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So so you have the diagnosis aspect, which is is finesse. So mm-hmm. that's no longer effective, in my opinion. And then you have the, their treatment, which is rest. So you put an mm-hmm. athlete in a room for hours of a day, right, but you don't have no effective treatment, you know, to heal this individual. So say you, you tear your ACL mm-hmm. and you never go get you, you go get a diagnosis, so you'll get an MRI, mm-hmm. but you never get the treatment. You never get the surgery. So how do you know right. that, how you know that ACL is going to heal correctly? Right. You don't, right? So that's what's happening mm-hmm. with, with these guys when they, when they do have a concussion or even just the traumatic hits, right, because mm-hmm. that's what – you know, that CTE plays a part in that, too. It's the traumatic hits, the repeated hits. It's, it's just not the concussions. If there's no certain, certainty that these guys are healing, then, you know, wh- wh- what are we doing? You That's know why I mean? your work with the alums are so, uh, is so important, the alums, the retirees. You right. do a lot of work not only with current players um, at various levels, but also with the re- retirees, and they're in a lot of pain. Right. Because they did that. They sat in a room or they just waited till I feel good enough to go back on the field, but... They haven't healed themselves. Right. They haven't. They they don't even want to hear the bad news. Exactly. I find like athletes that I speak to, um, my friends, they're like, I don't want any bad news. I I don't want to know. Right. It's like no, you gotta know so right. you know what to do so you'll be a hundred percent. Right. If I can do my job at eighty percent or seventy percent, you're gonna keep pushing you're forward because push your family's right. relying on exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and back to Tyler Hen- uh, Helensky. That's his name. That's the Washington State quarterback. Um, my brother played at Washington State. He was friends with him. Um, and, you know, I kind of talked to him, and he said he was, a, you know, a, a good kid. You know, they didn't, they didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the yeah. video we watched with Owen Thomas. Uh, he played at Penn. And, uh, you know, his mom, you know, talked about how he was a, a bright kid and, and right. never seen him going down that road. And all of a sudden, he hanged himself. Right. And they're like, that, oh, that, it's just, it's, where does it's that crazy. come from? Right. And, you know, they donate his brain, and um, they do the tests on it. And um, Dr. Ann McKee, mm-hmm. she's one of the leading um, doctors when it comes to, you know, concussions and CTE. Um, they found it that he had CTE, and he right. was 20 years old, you know. Wow. So See, again. Exactly. You know? I mean, you got a lot of athletes that are not even allowing their child to play football. Yeah, I mean, right. you've had a exactly. decrease of, like, 17 to 20% uh, in Pop Warner. Uh, they're they're pushing them in other in other directions yep. because they realize themselves that this is a problem, right? You know, and 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 once you get into that sport, you're gonna do anything that you need to do to be successful. Right. And an athlete, any type of athlete, when you're competing, you want to be the best, and, right. and that's what athletes try mm-hmm. to do. So, you know, it's it's high pressure, high impact. Um, we need more athletes to speak out on this. Uh, they are doing it yeah. um, uh, more behind the scenes, being part of the cannabis. Right. Or they're investing. Uh, right. I saw a post this morning. Uh, uh, Tyson, Mike Tyson's investing in the cannabis. That's great. That's but great. the fact is, is that let's let's provide the education. Exactly. Where'd you come from? You did boxing. Right. Well, why are you getting involved in cannabis? Same thing with these athletes that are going to be preaching at the Pro Bowl uh, that we're next to. Talk about, you know, don't be scared. Come out of that cannabis closet, you know, or the CBD closet right. or anything that's, that's not typical in our society and speak out. 
because that's the platform that's going to reach out to these people. You know, and we need these athletes that are retired because the ones that are playing right now are playing for contracts. Exactly. They're, right. they're terrified. And they're we terrified. have quite a few players that are playing for contracts right now that, that are using our products and are using our products every day because they know they won't test positive. But they won't continue to go, and we can't get more into these type of professional sports unless their education's there. Exactly. You know, and that's really where we go with the alumni and the PAs. And, and also they, reaching out to the agents because they have – The agents know, control everything. Yeah, they have right. um, their, their clients who are suspended or going through rehab or going through these issues, and we're like, hey, we're here. We will give you product for your – Absolutely. For your, um, we sponsor a, a lot, a lot of people in, in professional sports right now. And, and big shout-out to Rosé Management. Uh, Rosé Management is a, a management firm um, based in Canada. Um, one of the first, um, you know, firms that I've dealt with that deals with athletes, current athletes, entertainers, that's willing to, you know, educate their guys to, to get in the industry. Um, you know, from an ambassador standpoint, investing, um, they're, they're all in it. They're, they're head first, you know, and that's big to me. You know, just just because a lot of agents. They see it. On, they see it only for themselves. How can they benefit? Of course. Right. But these guys see. Hold on. You know, this this not only for the pockets. It's, it can help these guys. It can extend their you know their careers. Absolutely. So let me let me get my guys involved. You know, so you know, because it may benefit me in the long run. But let me think about you know their health and their health first. So um, big shout out to Rose Management and Kingdom over there. Really appreciate what you're doing because they're bringing you know bringing us athletes, current guys, you know that's that fantastic. that's willing to come out and speak at these you know right. educational uh, spaces and conferences um, to speak on behalf of CBD specifically. So big shout out to them. That, that's that's a really important point. Uh, is lasting possibly longer in individual sports right. is doing preventive medicine. And that's why we go to the doctors exactly. and we try to prevent stuff because we, we're looking towards the future. Well, that's the same thing with this type of product is that you're trying to prevent something. So it might extend somebody's career. You right. might be able to make more money. Exactly. There's a million benefits of this. It's just not a quick fix. Right. And that's what people, our society so used to seeing is whether it's a quick dollar, it's a quick fix, it's right. a quick high. It's everything is quick, quick, quick. No, this is a process. Exactly. And and this process might take a little bit longer, but when you realize that this process is working, it's a home run. It's a home run. It's a home run. Yeah. Um, who do you got tomorrow? Who do you like? Uh, Ooh, what's good tomorrow? question. What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Uh, what's tomorrow? Don't what's leave tomorrow? Me out. <laughs> what's what tomorrow? is tomorrow? Uh, it's not the Super Bowl because it's no, February fourth, no, right? Bowl. It's the AFC NFC. It's a championship. It's all it is. It's just a championship. I like, like Jacksonville. A lot of people calling that. I'm here. A lot, a lot, a lot I'm of from Florida. With the points. We, we haven't been. We haven't been in the in the big dance in a while. <laughs> in the Florida team. So I'm gonna go with the home team. I'm gonna go with the home. We're going Jacksonville here Jacksonville too. 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 Calling Jacksonville. And there's someone who has a hand issue that's affecting. That's Tom Brady. Right? That would be Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That guy. A, that guy. Right. He did a press release. Just the best quarterback that ever. And it hurts me to say this. Probably the best quarterback that ever played in the NFL. Patriots. And it really he's, pains me to say that, guy. but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. He, he you got to give a shout-out to the man when, when he does what he do. Right, yeah. And the second game? That, that's a good one, though. Yeah. It's a good who, one. who you got in the second game, Mark? I, 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 like, the, I like Minnesota. Minnesota. I, I think uh, Philly has gotten far. Uh, you know, when Wentz went down, I'm surprised they, that they, they got to their first game, but I, I like Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Uh... 
I'm gonna go up Minnesota too. You know, we're in the same we're, house. we're, we're on the same roof right now, so I, I gotta <laughs> stay on, <laughs> I gotta stay on the good terms. You know, yeah. Minnesota purple. Yeah, you know, purple. Timberwolves. Hey, right? hey, purple haze. Uh, <laughs> go purple haze. <laughs> purple haze. <laughs> You're gonna either go green or you can go purple. Oh, um, they're gonna use Phil- Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I could go either way. It could go green. It could go purple. Yeah, I mean, it could go both. We're in there. Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. Sucks. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio. Brought to you by Green Road Swirl. Bada bing. Bada boom. <laughs> Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Road CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Across the state to across the country, the Hemp Kings is your online home for hemp oil products. From organic hemp oil to intense concentrates, there is only one name you need to remember. The Hemp Kings. The Hemp Kings. Our hemp cream pain blaster lotions uses natural essential oils to deliver hemp's natural pain reliever directly to the site of inflammation for long-lasting relief. Now. Our Pain Blaster Hemp Cream has now gone to the extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Extreme! New Pain Blaster Extreme Cream delivers even more relief, even faster! The best hemp products at the best prices delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. TheHempKings.com TheHempKings.com As a loving pet owner, you want to treat your senior dog for dysplasia, neuropathy, and joint discomfort with minimal traditional chemical medication. And as loving pet owners, we at King Canine agree, and we're excited to make our signature CBD line available to you, derived from all-natural cannabidiol compounds. Lab-tested, non-GMO, plant-based, cutting-edge King Calm CBD reduces inflammation and discomfort naturally, and even reduces anxiety from fireworks and thunderstorms. Go to kingk9.com that's k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e for details and browse a full line of products like king comb de-shedder king comb balm and king clean shampoo for pet wellness inside and out order now using the code bark20 for an exclusive 20 percent discount k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e.com king comb cbd and the rest of our natural cannabidiol products king canine for natural pet wellness inside and out Florida Home Grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products. Stop by and check out their organic hemp oil, capsules, and pain-killing topical lotions. Enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh organic coffee when checking out our beautiful showroom. Florida Home Grow also carries unique hemp items like jewelry, soaps, clothing, and accessories. Don't forget to try refreshing natural lemonade or delicious ice cream sandwiches. Florida Home Grow is conveniently located on Lake Worth Road between Jog and the Turnpike. We're the number one sellers of hemp oil products because our stuff works. This is the radio show people talk about all week long. This is Cannabis Life Radio. We're going right into hot mics, boy. Bonging it in the way. Don't worry, you didn't miss it, Cheryl. (laughs) This is Cannabis Life Radio. We're still talking about Pro Bowls. Pro Bowl. Yeah. Pro Bowl. Yay. Pro Bowl. Go Sounds team. Like a pro taking a bowl. <laughs> so it's a pro like 
It's a pro, pro taking bowl. a bowl. Pro yeah. taking a bowl. Like pro taking a bowl. Either I like one. That. I like both of them. Uh, pro there you bowl. go. There you go. Smoker. We got a campaign. You, you, you did do a lot of testing last week in Jamaica, so yeah, you probably sample, did some sample, bowls back then. Yeah. You are listening to Cannabis Life Radio. I'm Leon Hamilton. You have one of those in We're here too, Leon. Take two. I medicated earlier. What? Uh, you're so currently tuned to, to Cannabis Life Radio. I'm Leon Hamilton along with Arby Barroso, Cheryl Murray Powell, and special guest Treyas Jarrells is here. Yes. And uh, we're talking about uh, medicating, and we're talking about football, basketball, and uh, one of the things that we were talking about is the prevalence of cannabis in football. You 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 weren't in pro football, but you you're you're in contact with some pro football. Right. Well, he he's been he he was. In contact with him, and at the same time, yes, I, I, I could screw up once in a while myself. So he was involved in in, in, in high Division One uh, impact and played Pop right. Warner. Uh, Nazar, which is our, our producer, basically asked a, an amazing question. Yeah. Uh, why don't you ask that right now? So since you, you know, let's, yeah, let's get you on the mic real here, quick. Let me move my and, mic over and here, push Nassar. that mic over there. Here you go, Nasser. You're, you're a star now. That's our wonderful producer. Yes, this is our wonderful producer. Hello, right hello, Canvas Life Radio <laughs> viewers. My question, my question for, my question for Trey was, my question for Trey. Let me, let me slide in here. Slide in. Let's get you in here. Hello, Cannabis Life viewers. My name's Nasser El Mula. I'm here whoop, by, uh, with, Shout Harvey, out. with Cheryl, with hey. Trey. My question for Trey was just asking him about whether or not he used cannabis and if it affected him with his performance on the field. Right, so right. how him and his teammates used cannabis and whether or not it affected their performance. Right. Right. Question. So, so, that's you. a good question. So, good so before question. I answer the question, I'm, I'm going to just start off by saying that the NCAA has already said that you know they, they don't see cannabis as a, as a performance enhancer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So through my experience, um, when I would take you know an edible before the game or smoke before practice, um, it got me in the zone. It was yeah. a zone. E everything moved slower for me, so I could see everything before it really happened. It's weird, isn't it? It, it is. It's kind of weird. So I, I felt like it was. It, I was in the zone. It was. It was a. It was cheating in, in a sense, man. I'm not gonna lie because I would see everything and then mental. The game is is 90% mental. Right. right. The other ten percent is physical. Mm -hmm. Right. So that other guy across from me, I'm already I'm always playing with his head. It was always a head game to me. Right? Yeah. So it's body language, eyes. I would always play with people. It was mental, but I was always in my head. Well, that's I all was, you could see is right exactly, there, boy. Exactly. That's, that's what it. they teach you. All right. So I was always in my head because I was always under the influence. And you didn't have the anxiety that other people it's, have, nah, nah, you it, know, because you're just chill. It was a right. calm before the storm. Yeah. That's, that's what I would tell Love everybody. It. It, it would calm me down before the storm because once I get out on the field, I'm a, I'm a whole different person, totally different person. And anybody I play with. You know, a lot of people don't like me on the field because I'm just grimy. You know, I was yeah. taught to play that way. Um, but, it. you know, I was always in the zone. And then I know some guys that would take Adderalls before the game. Oh, my I've God. I've heard a lot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, some of the best guys We're take taking Adderalls meth. before the game. Oh, yeah. They're literally well, taking well, that's, meth. I mean, a lot of students use that to get through through college. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a very yeah. popular thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, that was my Adderall. You know, it, it slowed the things down for me. I was able to, you know, develop plays in my head. I go to the sideline, hey, coach, I think this will work. You know, I, I see it. And, and, you know, they were running and it would work. But it, it was all credited to me being, you know, in another state of mind. So, yeah, it definitely helped me out, you know, during my career. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of NBA players, I mean, I would say more than half 
of NBA players uh, medicate. I'm shooting low because I, I mean we probably got some people on <laughs> on Facebook right now. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna tell the truth. But, we got to we got to make sure yeah. that these people. Well, I, we, start, we don't know the truth. You can't have the truth. I'm just saying. Say the truth. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that what I what I know. You know, and that's the sport that I know. You know, the NBA is the is the sport that I know. So. Well, let's go by seventy. Like right now, the United it's States itself is like sixty three percent of of everybody who lives in America would vote yes right now right. for some type of medical or recreational. Right. So you're talking about at least sixty three percent of athletes are consuming or medicating one way or the other. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. I'd say way definitely. higher than that. And yeah, way higher it is, than that. I think it is a performance enhancer, and yeah. I, I know a lot of people, for all of us. It's and I think that a lot of law school students yeah. um, got through law school. Really? Uh, you, I know a lot you of people, name any? a lot of attorneys. No, I'm not. We gonna have know. some police <laughs> officers. I can guarantee you right yeah. now, we have police officers that are police now that were in the academy that were taking our CBD during their testing. Yeah. F- for sure, 100%. A bunch yes. of them. That had were taken. What about THC? Do you think they were using I, THC? I don't, I don't think, I don't on, think on that side they were I heard they had a test. Because they could be tested. Because they could be tested, oh, but yeah, they were right. taking CBD and a lot of CBD, and we have firefighters, uh, pre-firefighters, medical students across the board that are using CBD to study because some of them it helps them focus or calms them mm-hmm. down before a test. So a lot of them are using CBD prior to that. You know. So they're actually going, you know, the Adderall is very prevalent in, right. in college because you need to study and you're grinding, 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 uh, and you're trying to get through that. But now uh, we've had a lot of students that are going towards the CBD because it right. kind of relaxes them and they and can kind of focus. Right. It's natural. It's and not comedians, meth. comedians. One of my coaches, I'm not going to say which level, but he was, a, he was an avid user, and that's how he came up with our whole playbook. Right. Right. Wait, um, what? Yeah. You came up with this your playbook, playbook. by yeah. using cannabis. Yeah. Higher level. That's awesome. Came up with the whole playbook. You know, wow. he, he's actually one of my one of my guys. He's still one of my one of my guys. Hey, one there. of the oh one of the biggest things for for scientists and and stuff like that was getting on acid. Yep. Right. That's what they would get on acid, and the, in DNA testing was started by a gentleman that was literally a high high surfer, and was would always take acid. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, people look for mind-altering things exactly. at times, and that's an enhancer on its own. If mm-hmm. you're really uh, – you're affecting your brain in that in, mm-hmm. in that fashion. We're not advocating that on, on this. Absolutely. We're just trying to make Especially, a point. Especially, um, you know, with teens, we're not advocating – we're talking specifically adult use. And, um, you know, there's a lot of anecdotals out there. Uh, we're starting to see more research, um, you know, uh, research with the veterans. Sue Sisley right. does a tremendous exactly. amount of yeah. uh, research there. Uh, so we're gonna, it, the truth is going to be revealed. Those who already know – they just have better performance, and they're right. going to ride that out for Take a long advantage. time. Yeah, right. Now Take that, Arby, um, <laughs> you were talking about it being removed from the what are the the uh, antidote? Exactly. Yeah, that Usada. Exactly. Um, listen, the, the athletes are paying attention. Now we're going to see sports, the Olympics. Everything go to a higher level now right. as far as their ability Let's to see some records being broken. We're going to see some serious oh, yeah, records. Well, listen, I mean, going back to the whole thing, I mean, they're testing MDMA right now for PTSD. I mean, that's how yeah. far they've come, and, where they're trying to figure out any mushrooms. which way they can to figure out this PTSD thing when right. we have yeah. literally cannabis right in front of us. Right in front of us. Right in front of us. And they want to continue to attack it and, and go after it. So. Yeah, we, we still have uh, time to submit uh, questions to for Arby's Mail Sack. I just want to get that Yeah, and, I, and I, want to, I want to do a poll. I want to see for the AFC and NFC Championship game yeah. on our Facebook viewers right now. Yeah. Let's put up a poll and, and uh, find out who they're voting for. 
for the Pro Bowl or no, for the for Super the Bowl? No, for the AFC for the for the AFC, AFC championship, championship and game. NFC championship that game. Tomorrow? That yeah, is tomorrow, tomorrow. One at three oh five and one at six. Right. Uh, tomorrow, who who do you guys think is going to win? And let's put it out there. And whoever comes close to the high, the closest points, let's give out a giveaway next week uh, uh, for 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 Sunday for next nice. Sunday show. We've got more winners to give away uh, to announce soon. Uh, actually, I got them right here, right? Yeah, we're going to do it. I'm going to do, do a poll in, in two weeks. We're going to what? A poll. She's going to do a poll. <laughs> yes, it may be Batman versus Superman, but we'll see. Uh, I did a poll last week. <laughs> uh, what kind of poll was that? I was at a strip club. <laughs> what, you, what did they rate you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to focus on something like that. That is like, holy cow. Not, I love it. Give me some Leon, Leon. Thank you for that. I, I mentally right. do not want to remember that comment. And, uh, by the way, the reason I was bringing up uh, Arby's the mail sack to Trent. <laughs> From poles to mail sacks, uh, and I'm pointing at you. Uh, the reason I brought that up to you is one of the questions has to do with you. So okay. uh, I want you to stick around for that. You are currently tuned to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green Roads World. Yes. Green Roads World is recognized as one of the world's leading suppliers of CBD products, and Cannabis Life Radio is giving away Green Roads CBD products every week. To join, just tune in at our Facebook Live broadcast every Saturday morning at 10, and follow the instructions on air and in the comment section. Cannabis Life Radio is teaming up with Green Roads World to give you free CBD. Good luck from Cannabis Life Radio and Green Roads World. Across the state to across the country, the Hemp Kings is your online home for hemp oil products. From organic hemp oil to intense concentrates, there is only one name you need to remember. The Hemp Kings. The Hemp Kings. Our hemp cream pain blaster lotions uses natural essential oils to deliver hemp's natural pain reliever directly to the site of inflammation for long-lasting relief. Now... Our Pain Blaster Hemp Cream has now gone to the extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Extreme! New Pain Blaster Extreme Cream delivers even more relief, even faster! The best hemp products at the best prices delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. TheHempKings.com TheHempKings.com as a loving pet owner, you want to treat your senior dog for dysplasia, neuropathy, and joint discomfort with minimal traditional chemical medication. And as loving pet owners, we at King Canine agree, and we're excited to make our signature CBD line available to you, derived from all-natural cannabidiol compounds. Lab-tested, non-GMO, plant-based, cutting-edge King Calm CBD reduces inflammation and discomfort naturally, and even reduces anxiety from fireworks and thunderstorms. Go to kingk9.com that's k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e for details and browse a full line of products like king comb de shedder king calm balm and king clean shampoo for pet wellness inside and out order now using the code bark20 for an exclusive 20 percent discount k-i-n-g-k-a-n-i-n-e.com king calm cbd and the rest of our natural cannabidiol products king canine for natural pet wellness inside and out Florida Home Grow is the state's number one seller of hemp oil products. Stop by and check out their organic hemp oil, capsules, and pain-killing topical lotions. Mm. 
Enjoy a complimentary cup of fresh organic coffee when checking out a beautiful showroom. Florida Home Grow also carries unique hemp items like jewelry, soaps, clothing, and accessories. Don't forget to try refreshing natural lemonade or delicious ice cream sandwiches. Florida Home Grow is conveniently located on Lake Worth Road between Jog and the Turnpike. We are the number one sellers of hemp oil products because our stuff works. This is the radio show people talk about all week long. This is Cannabis Life Radio. We just had a, a huge planning session for the radio show, yes. and I paid no attention. No, I, I love it. Not one I love bit. When you I had that. my headphones I on, and everybody's talking at me, and I could see their mouths moving, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> it it really aggravates him. That's what I like. <laughs> uh, this is Cannabis Life Radio. Leon Hamilton here along with Arby Barroso, Cheryl Murray Powell, and Trey Jarrell. Uh, we wanted to talk about, I wanted to announce our uh, winners uh, for the CBD. The $250, $250 worth of CBD is coming up in just a second. We want to also warn people that uh, Arby's mail sack is coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the polls. Yes, yeah. a lot of questions. <laughs> With polls. With the polls. cruises, all kinds of there's stuff. There's a lot of questions about your mail sack. That's I all bet I there is. Say. I mean, my wife would probably have a question about what you're talking about my sack for. So, I mean, <laughs> we can all sack. get on into all real That's dirty stuff in this thing right now. About your ma- this is what is your mail is contained in your mail sack. I don't know what you mean. I don't, I don't understand what you're okay, trying so to say. Okay, so this here. is my favorite segment of the show besides the mail sack. This is Cheryl's closing arguments yes. where she gets to sum up. Everything and wrap it in a big wrap bow. It up. Absolutely. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Go. Thank wrap you so much. Up. Well, you know me. I'm always talking about dates and uh, canna industry events where we can all come together, support, ag- advocate. So just to start out, we have um, coming up on February 3rd, we have Canada Day, Super Canada Day Miami. Um, we'll be, uh, Green Roads will have a table, Canna Headhunters will have a table. We'll be speaking, a lot of great, you know, you'll hear from Michelle Wiener, you're going to hear from Irv Rosenfeld, um, you're going to hear from a lot of the, the heavy hitters in cannabis. I, even from Jamaica, Douglas um, Gordon is going to be um, one of our speakers as well for the Super Canna candidate. So you definitely, definitely, definitely want to be at that event on February 3rd in Miami. Um, Beyond that, we kind of touched upon some of these dates, but I'm going to reemphasize on February 13th, we'd like to descend on D.C. to talk about the Marijuana Justice Act, um, also talk about the Hemp Bill, which is um, House Bill 3530. We need all the support. We'll print out what you need. We'll schedule the the conversations with uh, legislators or their staff. Um, They're uh, they're not going to be in office on the 12th, so this will be their first, first day back. We've already reached out to um, Congress people on this and had discussions as far as what would be the best day of that week. Um, February 14th, Greenheart Day. Uh, I know um, Arby is going to be a huge supporter. Green Roads is supporting. And this is the concept around Greenheart Day is, as we know, February 14th is Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, and then it is also the day of the hearing for Jose Belen, Marvin Washington, Sebastian Cotier, um, you know, a number of plaintiffs in the lawsuit um, asking and, uh, you know, requiring access to marijuana across the country. This and that is lawsuit huge. is against who? Uh, Jeff Sessions okay. and yeah. the United States government. You notice he's gone. Nobody's seen him. That's because he's, he's, de- poof, he's deconstructing he's our justice system oh, and rebuilding it. Yes. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, don't I thought he was in. I thought he was in. Came out saying that he was gonna. He's building the task force for the opiate or building a new building for some opiate. I mean, he's just spending stupid money. I think he's in that tree with those elves, making those cookies. There's a number of things he Lady Gaga, just the cannabis piece is what affects us, but there's a number of things he rescinded from the Obama era at the same time last a couple weeks ago. So don't sleep. So yes, February 14th, we're all gonna go to New York. And we're going to support um, those plaintiffs in that lawsuit. They're fighting for us. This could be a pathway to legalization. There are a number of ways where it can happen. We have our you know, petitioning. We have our Marijuana Justice Act. And then also what's very important is the outcome of this particular lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So if you can get to New York, get to New York. In addition, there's a, a group of activists are putting together initiatives where uh, we are going to be uh, protesting in courthouses across the country in support of Green Heart Day. So please um, go to the Mission Zero page on Facebook to get more information. Um, but this is something that's being organized so everybody can take part. If you can't fly to New York, then organize a group in your particular particular jurisdiction so that we can all be protesting together and showing support for this lawsuit. February 15th is the CBD lawsuit versus the DEA. That's happening in San Francisco, California. We'll probably be out there as well in, in support of that. So, so that's where you want to be. I missed um, the Women Grow event February 1st, 2nd, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd um, in Denver, Colorado. I will also be there. Uh, shout out to Dashita Dawson. She's um, uh, with, with Dashita's <laughs> awesome, <laughs> yeah, right? She is awesome. Um, she's with Minorities for Medical Marijuana, and she's a strong advocate. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. She helps entrepreneurs get started, mm-hmm. and um, she's a marketing genius. Um, she's she has a session at the right. Women Grow event, um, December first and uh, December one month we in February first and second. That's how quick it goes. That's how quick it, it goes. goes. Last wow, year wow. just whoo, gone. Uh, so those are some dates. February 22nd, specific to Florida, is the Regulate Florida and Normal um, Lobby Day in Tallahassee. So you definitely want to be there as well. Um, so those are the key dates uh, that, are, that are happening right now. Like, just, we're just thing? pointing something out here. Yeah. Don't mind us. We're oh, just no being problem. ridiculous. I was dates, hanging on every word. Cannabis. Um, I'm going to shift gears to, you know, can headhunters, hot jobs. We always want to highlight hot yeah. jobs um, that we're seeing through can of headhunters. Um, what we're seeing is an interest in chemists right now, mm. uh, even co- collegiate students who are studying chemistry. So if you have that background, please send your resumes in. We have the need in Jamaica specifically, and there's an emerging emerging need um, here in the United States. So um, if you have any chemistry background, you want to get into the cannabis industry, please send your resumes to cannaheadhunters at outlook.com or visit www.cannaheadhunters.com. I think, I think also on marketing. I think we're always looking for marketing, marketing producers. Right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, PR, PR. Uh, is, is a big thing in this industry. Right. So definitely anybody that feels that they have some type of talent and outreach right. should be sending in their resumes because this industry is – 90% don't touch plant. Yeah, yes. right. 90%. You know, 10% touch plant, 90% of the employment is non, you're, you're not touching plant. So I think anybody who has that type of talent or marketing, whether it's, uh, you know, anything that has to do in this, in, in professional uh, or in jobs, is, has an opportunity to be in this business. Or if you just got the vision, period, right? Right. It's, it's a lot of visionaries that, that we're lacking in the industry. You yeah. know, you have a lot of people who, 
their vision and motive is the money. You right. need you need visionaries who you know their their, their motive is you know from, it's coming from the heart. Yeah, you know, sort of people. So people with visions, visionaries, young visionaries out there who don't have the means. You know, when you get behind people like yeah. RB and Green Rose and Cheryl, you know, they'll help push you. And, and Canopy, uh, and too, can is a good exactly. one. Exactly. So yeah. definitely visionaries. Yeah, and when you go over those uh, job openings, every time you don't say radio host, I'm like, yes, I'm not fired. <laughs> you, you, I told you, you're stuck <laughs> with us. You <sighs> you're stuck with us. Uh, I, I want to congratulate you. So much last week. Yeah, I missed you, trust me. <laughs> oh, he missed you. <laughs> I know. He missed I you know. bad. That's my baby bubba. <laughs> Okay, uh, we got to congratulate Terry Cook from Texas. Uh, Terry won $250 worth of Green Road CBD. Also, Rhonda Agard from Ohio also won $250 worth of Green Road CBD. Congratulations. Congratulations. Enjoy, ladies. And like us on Facebook. I mean, that's the way you end up winning. Like us on Facebook. Follow us. Like us. See where we're going, Uh, whether it's a Green Roads World uh, or it's a Cannabis Life Radio. I mean, make sure you like us and have the opportunity to win that. Yeah. Try yeah. our gummy blocks. They're so good. Gummy oh. blocks. Flame. I like a lot of Have you seen the new Turk Toads? I did. Turk Toads are awesome. Yeah. Watch out. They're like big, right. little Chow. baby froggies. They're so cute. Talk. All right, all right. They can go down now. We got it. He freaking killed me on that. He killed me on that. It's time for Arby's Holy Mail Sack, cow. as you can tell from the music. Okay. <clears throat> i got to take off my glasses. So oh, wow. See. Robin from D.C., how effective are CBD, CBD pens in your opinion? I thought it said something else. I think it, I mean, it all, everybody has their own way of consuming anything. Right. I mean, yeah. that's why flour is so important right now with uh, Eric Stevens fighting for flour here in, in the state of Florida and regulate Florida. I think, I think it's just another way of consuming the product. Yeah. So it really all yeah. depends on where you want it. You want, va- you want to ingest it. Vaping is a, a great delivery system. It is. Repository is like one of the top ones. It um, is. Vaping and inhalers. Inhalers. Those, those huge, are really good ones right? as well. So um, beca- because you got the edibles that take, you know, about 45 minutes to an hour, you know, if you're in pain and you need relief right then, you know, Yep. I'm a tincture guy. I'm, I'm not into vapes. Yeah, I'm, in a t- I'm tincture. Yeah, so. I'm a tincture. Vape, vape guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a great cartridge, though. So. Yeah, we yeah. do have a vape cartridge banging that That's out. True. That's for sure. We can't even keep up. Yeah. Give me one. <laughs> we don't even... uh, Carlos from Minnesota, do you think people who smoke marijuana recreationally are zombies? That is a no. ridiculous question. This Coming from, from yeah. Cannabis Life Come Radio. on, Carlos. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. People who smoke regular. We want those people. We actually want those people. We want we want naysayers on this show. Yeah, I mean, join us. We will, yeah, we will, why didn't you? Doctors, Give me your phone number. We'll call you. Hit us up. We'll call you out. Yeah. I mean, not call you out. We'll, we'll be having a real, you know, just a conversation. You know, just tell us why you do not believe in this. Uh, and but come at us the right way, right you know. Way. Come, right. come educated. educated. You know, don't, exactly. don't, don't come blindsided trying right. to just get on the radio and snip in here and shit. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's one from Steve in Gainesville. Please ask people to fight for raw cannabis from home growing, because juicing raw cannabis cured my cancer. Wow. Love that the show. That is a good point. Good that point. is a great point. Uh, a lot of people do that. Uh, they juice hemp. Uh, you have right now at Whole Foods. Right. Uh, they're selling them I mean, in the hemp bowls. Leaves, right? hemp, hemp leaves, hemp leaves. Yeah. Um, so crazy. it's just crazy where every state is at, and you know you still got people getting arrested for possession. I mean, it just makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. And, oh, I Go was ahead. just going to no, say, no. Um, speaking of Gainesville, um, the Swamp City, 
Um, they're going to be launching a CBD lounge coming up soon. Mm. So um, they're going to be highlighting Green Roads products. We're going to be very involved with that launch. We support Thai. We support Swamp City. And, again, it's just giving access to alternative medicine to patients. So all I right. love their concept. Nice. Can't wait to see it open. And uh, we're going to invite all of you to join us. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Juan from Miami. Florida State Troopers just got Narcan to revive heroin and opiate overdoses. After they were revived, they let them go. If they arrested them like they do cannabis users, maybe this would end. Right. I, I don't agree with that. Wow. I, don't, I, I agree on the Narcan because you save a life, uh, first of all. Right. And then after, you, know, you, super, you preserve that life. You never know where that life's going to end up Absolutely. or end up doing because there was plenty of times that I was probably in and out. Right, um, and uh, but my we can't wife just keep that. we can't, can't just keep letting them walk away. I mean, it, they're walking but, but away, and not, if they, if they have it, that's their chance to, um, to start their life yes. and restart their life. So to keep sitting and, the so, same but people I do over agree and over. With the point that we shouldn't be dis- having this distinction with um, we shouldn't uh, choose addicts right. depending on what type of uh, thing of drug exactly. they're addicted to. So when we have the crack e- epidemic, you know, all and these that's are the worst, exactly. worst people that's on the planet, is. right? And then now that it's um, you know the g- demographics are changing, yep. right. then it's more acceptable. It's more, that's exactly where it is. We, so say, that's, that's, we say give everyone a second I mean, chance. Absolutely, a second, yes a third, a fourth chance. The yes. fact is, is that you know <laughs> I read a quote by. Uh, um, by somebody this morning that basically said, you know, jails are for murderers, for rapists. You know, you know, you shouldn't be jailing people for 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 drugs or for people that are addicted. You know, there's programs for that, and right. we should make programs for that. The jails are for for real criminals. It's not for people that have either an addiction problem. Um, you know, maybe at one point, you know, you get to the point where you, you hey, listen, you got to go spend a little time in. But right. the fact is, is that there's 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 other ways, and if Narcan's going to save a life and right. give that opportunity to a person to give that next morning to wake up and maybe give them that chance right. and, and do something different it's in their life, wake up call. it's yeah. a wake-up call. So yeah. I, I definitely, Hopefully it's a wake-up wake well, call. We're not, we're not judgy about people. No, I'm not judgy. Not. I'm not judgy. I'm just going over by what I've seen. Right. Uh, Dahlia from Miami. Leon mentioned before that uh, we're at 305 today, huh? Yeah, a couple of them. That the government owns the patent on CBD. Why? Yes, and also, do they own the patents on anything else? That's the question I want to know. Tons of things. What else do they own the patent on? I'm sure tons. I'm pretty sure. I don't think the government owns patents on anything. Uh, well, they shouldn't. Have, first of all, they're not a pharmacy. They're they're not a pharmaceutical company, so they, that, they shouldn't be they right. shouldn't be patenting anything and then licensing it out right. to to pharmaceuticals, which is basically what they did. Right. So they they mm. license it out. You see, all the way from the ni- end of 1998, when 96 California became some kind of like legal or acceptance. Right. In 1998, they did something. In 2003, they patented a CBD. Right. They're not dumb. You know, they knew where this was going. It's, it's, it's all about the, it's all right. about the dollars. It was a business that, move. that goes back to where Trey was saying. Everybody that talks to us about money, I don't even want to hear about them. We yeah. don't even we don't inter- even entertain them nope. because it's not. It's about the passion that you have in this business right. yeah. and for the people at the end. That's going to lead to money. Right. You know, it does lead to money. It took us six years, uh, and we we're going about that. You know, talking about that in the car over here. I got my first paycheck November 2016. We were in business since 2012. So, you know, we put in a lot of time, sweat, right. and effort into this game. So when I'm talking to somebody that's on the THC side or, or True Leaf or any of these people, we've put in our time. Right. You right. know, we're, we're here sharing and educating the people and give the people the opportunity. That's why we don't judge. You yeah. want to medicate, you medicate, you smoke, you that's do right. what you need to do. You want to do CBD, 
I do CBD. I live in a household where I have my wife who medicates and I do CBD. Right. You know, so I can't prejudge on anybody. Yeah. Um, are, is it okay if we go over in time? Is that a yeah, we could, yeah. we could do whatever we want. Right. We own this time. Right. Well, don't get angry. Come on. All right, Mike from Lake. I just, we just got a lot of good questions today, and I want to make sure we get all of them. Well, Mike. We got overtime. Right. You Mike. know what overtime is? Yeah. Overtime is when you go over OT. in like a game and but, but we people gotta call, actually we sit there and call wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> like God, they have nowhere else you. to go. I love you Goodness. so much. Oh, you can't even imagine how much I love you. response. Like, Next what? question. Next question. <laughs> Mike from Lake Worth. Does CBD work better the more THC you take? Ooh, that's, mm. eh, that's a, a t- CBD is almost like uh, it mediates exactly. your THC high. Right. Um, and it could actually level it out for longer periods of time, mm-hmm. what it does. So it kind of levels you out. It's almost like taking off on a plane right. and then planning out at 37,000 feet. So it takes you longer, but you don't peak. So it's it's almost like a, it's a good thing, and people starting to see that, right. and that's why people have accepted it more because they're like, oh, I, well, it doesn't get you high. Well, you know what? It brings you down from that bad one, exactly. and it keeps you going on, on on a nice level. So the fact is, is that it, it's it's counter, it's really good both of them together. Yeah. And tolerance plays a role in all. Right. Yes, yeah, tolerance, tolerance definitely, exactly. definitely. There's a lot of factors. Yeah, I just have to have a ton of THC. That's just me. <laughs> okay, Steve from Alabama. I have my MMJ card in Florida. Okay, I guess congratulations. Congratulations. North, northwest corner or whatever. Would I, uh, would I got? Would I get? Would I get my card revoked if I get caught with flower cannabis? Uh, good question. I, I didn't see, I haven't seen anything legislatively about uh, the revocation of card for um, getting for caught with flower. Um, flower. It's more if you lie about your ailment or you right. lie about, um, like you give your product to other people right. and uh, those types of violations. Like fraud type yeah, deal. Yeah, fraud type stuff. All right. There was uh, actually a lady that got arrested in West Palm Beach, and I think they dropped the charges because they didn't want to set precedent. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's on, a good on thing. flour. So they. Flour's they, gonna they, be legal. It's gonna. Be, there's no other way around it. No way around that. Yeah. The way this business would not succeed if there's no flour. No. Right. We're, we're we're at iPhone one right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good two, point. Sir. That's a good point. Two coming out. It's yeah. coming wait. out. We know that. Just wait. All right. Lawrence from Fort Lauderdale, by the way, this is my favorite question. You guys suck. Yes. Wow. You advocate for the corporate takeover of cannabis, bringing guests on to promote biomarking weed that leads to weed oligarchy. Do you <laughs> support Monsanto and Bayer to take over weed too? Free the weed. Free, free listen, the we own hashtag <laughs> trademark free the leaf. Free the so leaf. is there anybody that brings in the free market is us. What um, we've about? started a lot of people in this market um, that are no, either no longer with us. We've educated people. It's about providing, again, I love competition. Right. Green Road, we love that. Yeah. You know, because, again, if there's somebody out there that's doing it better, we want to do it better. Right. So it's just like competition. We're surrounded by athletes. athletes. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a bunch of athletes uh, in, 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 at Green Roads. And then we have professionals that are thinking outside the mm-hmm. box to, to bring that all in to one. So, and I th- oh, go ahead. To, to respond to that, I think uh, the confusion lies in the fact that we really hover and, and reside in the medical space. So when it comes right. to right. Um, you know, the recreational space, there, there's opportunity for more creativity. Because we're in the, the medical space, we want to preserve that space. We um, do uh, try to eliminate threats. And with you saying that we're from the corporate um, 
approach to Canvas. It's really a public safety exactly. approach. So it's about making sure that there isn't that one incident of a, a kid getting sick or, or passing away, God forbid, that makes the whole industry yeah, go away. They're, so, they're, and they're looking so, for it, man. Yeah. They, they want they want to advertise it and, and, and run news cycles on right. on somebody's dying, dying on cannabis. Right, right. You know, um, shout out to Barry Gordon, Dr. Barry Gordon at that yeah. for a homegrown case in Florida waiting for the decision. Uh, thank you for joining us. I mean, it's yeah. the fact is, is that we're not going to have that. And yeah. we need to protect that, like Cheryl says, right. because it is increasing. I mean, you have dabs today. You have waxes that are high potent, right. you know, that people that have never medicated before. If they do that, they they'll they could possibly pass out yeah. right. because it's it's a very high dose. And uh, again, that goes back to tolerance and how much you smoke or, or medicate yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we we we're not here advocating either side. Mm-hmm. We are a hemp CBD de- uh, derived company, um, but we have been on the cannabis side um, since 2008. So we're on both sides of the spectrum, just trying to educate the consumers to mm-hmm. get their best product right. um, and and create a bigger market. We're we're industry pre- Preservationist. So right. every time we see something that's a potential threat to the industry and patients getting exactly. access, we react and then we engage other partners. So that's how we behave um, cor- like a corporate entity. Exactly. But it's really about making sure that patients continue to get the access they have and they have increased access in a safe environment. So whether it's the cancer patient that like a, a mite or mold issue could take them out. We want to make sure that the testing procedures are in place, um, the standards are in place to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. All right. And Stephen Piper, I see you. Uh, uh, just stay tuned next week. You know, just give us a, a number. I see you've been posting nonstop. Shout out to you. Um, and uh, we're going to have a lot more winners. We're going to start breaking this down. We actually have CannabisLifeApparel.com that we're going to start giving out um, mm-hmm. our, our clothing. Uh, line that's just out right now. Um, the, and med- winning. the activist Medicaid shirt. Yes, the activist uh-huh. Medicaid shirt. So that's a green. It's a green shirt with Medicaid on it. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Uh, just go to CannabisLifeApparel.com. You'll see our new uh, clothing line there. All right. Our final question today, which is, by the way, my favorite question of all time. You ready? Go. Okay. Without naming names, could you give hints at who the most famous person you have medicated with? Mm. Without That's tough. Yeah. I, I know some of the people that know me know who I've medicated well, with. Well, just That's give it a clue. You don't have to. You don't have to. Well, I think I probably know. You probably do. Uh, just, all you have Let's to do is say this. Uh, all you have to do is just air, just say you know just like uh, here's mine. Uh, I have two. One is a 1990s rapper, and one is that a, is a pretty damn wide open market. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and one is a NBA championship ring holder. All right, you narrowed it down a little yeah. bit there, by I don't know how many years, but we're we're there. All right, I can't give mine. Uh, I could say that in the club, uh, I'll go off that phrase right there, um, and uh, a couple others uh, at Crowbar from back in the day, and that's the about club? as far. That's as I, far as you're in, gonna go. You're in, not gonna in say in the club. Is okay is, in the club. All right, in the club in was the club. was. Was uh, was this a famous person? I'm not saying. You okay. figure it out. Cheryl? Mine is an internationally known comedian. Ooh. Nice. And Trey? Uh, I, like, I like my politicians. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. you know oh, entertainers. Nice. I've been around them all my life, but being able to medicate with politicians, that, mm-hmm. that in my opinion, is, is big. Yeah, that opens yes. the There door. you go. All right. Yes. We're, we're going to close out so the show. That, that, yep. You have been listening to... Um, before we leave, we wanted to make sure that we um, recognized and honored a Canna Warrior, a fallen Canna Warrior, 
Adam Goldstein. This entire show has been dedicated to his memory. Uh, we lost him recently. Uh, we're sending all our love and um, all our prayers to his family, specifically Karen Goldstein, um, who has done so much for the state of Florida, uh, the entire, entire nation as far as legalization. Um, you know, Adam would be out there counting petitions, getting petitions signed at all the normal regulate Florida events, and, and he worked so hard and was just a warm, uh, fantastic, funny, um, engaging, lively person. So the entire industry is feeling that loss, but we want to make sure to recognize and dedicate this entire episode to him. He will not be forgotten. We are going to keep his memory alive forever. Thank you. You have been listening to Cannabis Life Radio, brought to you by Green Roads World. Shout out. next week for another edition of Cannabis Life Radio. Cannabis Life Radio has been a presentation of Green Roads World.